You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's do this thing and get... Oh, sorry. Got to go. Rain delay. We'll be back in about 45 minutes. (laughs) Rain delay in football. Two rain delays in football. That's not the Pittsburgh guy you grew up knowing. Yins is crazy. <laughs> Stupid. You play uh, Terry Bradshaw and, and uh, you know, when the Raiders came to town and the Dolphins came. Nobody ever said, oh, it's raining. There's lightning in the distance. We should probably stop. That's You know who ruined football yesterday? Uh, and I'm fine with the Cardinals winning that game. That was a nightmare of injuries and disaster and terrible play and who cares. But, uh. The lawyers. Lawyers have ruined football. Completely and utterly ruined football. And you know what else ruined football? Soccer. Soccer ruined football. Remember when that lightning uh, strike hit that pitch a few years ago in a bunch of, in some, you know, 10th level soccer game and a bunch of dudes just dropped dead because the field got hit by lightning? Uh, that ruined everything for sports from here on out. That never has happened. It's never going to happen again. And uh, in football, and we used to play, you know, it used to be part of being an East Coast team is you had the weather on your side, pouring rain, lightning or whatever. Now, now if they get close to lightning, it's like, what if uh, one of the fans gets hit? They'll call the lawyers. They'll sue the team. They'll sue the league. We'll be out millions. So let's cancel the games for 35 minutes at a time and destroy everybody. That shouldn't have been. Everybody who went to that game should have gotten their money back. I have two or three friends that flew out to uh, Pittsburgh yesterday. And I'm like, you should get your, you should beg to get your money back. There's no you concessions to, did well. Concessions killed it. The only people that won in that whole thing was uh, the the Aramark people in Pittsburgh, the ones who do all the beer and food sales. Horrible. <laughs> Lawyers ruin everything because the only reason to slow that game down for lightning, it wasn't even raining that hard. I'm texting guys who were there, and I'm like, what's going on? He goes, we don't know. It's raining, but it's not terrible. It's yeah, there's only one time they showed the lightning off in the distance. It was far, but okay, pussies. Lightning happens. It's been happening in football since the beginning of time. They never, the last time the Steelers had a lightning delay, and besides it's December. Not real lightning, it's that sky lightning. It's not, it's not a tropical storm. It's too cold for good lightning. The, uh... The Steelers had a preseason game against the Lions like 2001 that got delayed. Who cares about preseason? I'm like, yeah, hey, we got too many people here. I'm not going to kill anybody over preseason game. You finish the games and the weather that's provided. 
if lightning's too much for these sissies without lawyers and everything else. Huge advantage Brutal. for Kyler Murray. He's never going to get hit by lightning. Yeah. There's no way. He's the shortest thing He'd on the run field. Run all over the field. Well, beyond that, he just he just stand next to someone else and zap whoever he's next to. He ain't getting anything. It was a terrible football game, no matter who won it. Even if the Steelers would have won that thing, I'd have been puking all over the place. What a mess of a game. I thought it was going to be Jonestown at your house yesterday. Oh, it was. We didn't even care. Half the people just went, I'm going home. Oh, I'm not watching this. They're putting a, It's like a movie that the film keeps breaking. What am I spending my time with this for? It was terrible. It was a terrible product to boot. And then you got this whole weather thing. And I'm like, I thought that was the point of football. Isn't snow more dangerous, like running around in that and snow and miserable conditions for like health of players and fans? If they're really worried about that, then stop serving beer. And then letting people drive home, just t- taking it on their word that they won't. I mean, it's eventually somebody's going to crash driving home and say, I got served at uh, the game. They encourage nothing but terrible behavior. And then they feign like, uh, you know, your health concerns. We want to make sure you don't get it. They don't care if you get hurt. They don't want to get sued. <laughs> you get struck by lightning, they're going to find every way in the book to say it was your fault. They're not, they're not dealing with that. We told you to shelter in place. We didn't have anywhere to go. It was packed full. You could have bought a beer. Well, <laughs> then drive home in these terrible conditions. That's on you, too. Don't they have four of those little terraces that have the tent over them? Yeah, go ahead. 70,000 people under a couple of umbrellas. I know. They were, they were packed to begin with. I'm like, well, yeah. that's interesting. No, that's where you're, you're in the highest spot looking at the store. Well, you buy tickets for that. That's a place you stand. Oh, yeah, that's standing. That's not only? just some place you want. You, there's walkthroughs, but oh, I the actual kind of like the uh, concourse areas. You have, they're standing in that. That if you want to stay there for the game, that you can come down you can and do walk that. Up. There's a place to nice. sit and hang. Yeah, it's it was ridiculous. That was a the NFL should be ashamed of itself that that was a thing that they had on the field. Congratulations, Cardinals. Uh, well done. Dream game for uh, Connor. Oh, James had a good good second half. The first half was unwatchable, both teams. That was one drive, which was great. And I do like Jonathan Gannon. I think that's a good coach because once he recognized the Steelers had fifth-string linebackers in, he's like, well, just throw it to the tight end until they figure out what's going on. And that's all you had to do, just tight end, tight end, tight end. They figured out. He's a good coach. I actually like him. But uh, what a blech. Blech. And then last night, if Patrick Mahomes would have thrown for 30 more yards... I'd had $20,000. God damn it. <laughs> it was a rough day all the way around. All the way around. Yeah, Joseph, who's a Cardinal fan who works here, came to my house yesterday. And, uh, yeah, They weren't even excited. Like, there were Cardinal fans at my house, and they were just kind of mildly clapping. Like, eh, this kind of screws our draft status, too. We're not doing the best with that. Next thing you know, you're going to have the fifth or sixth pick and end up with a bust. It was oh, bad. I know. It was bad. Yeah, and you know how that I works. Know. You're a Bears fan. You know what the top five picks are like on an annual basis. On top of that, we're winning just enough to screw everything up. Yeah, so it's and they're doing great. it. Yeah. yeah, the Bears and Cardinals are both like, let's Morons. mess up our futures. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals tried to fumble it away, and it kept bouncing back to them. That yeah, was a terrible football game. Terrible Sunday, but what are you going to do? Unless you're a Packer fan, they seem to enjoy the hell out of that. Last yeah, night. I know. Yeah. I had to listen to it. <laughs> the mouth. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Your new wife. Yeah. Starting to test the boundaries of the marriage. Oh, it's testing. It's yeah. testing. <laughs> it was Honey, look. Arguments going, I'm sure, last night. Like, that's enough. <laughs> Put Taylor Swift back on TV again. Oh. I'm done with this. And why? Yeah, I know. We had, a, and that was what, during one of the delays, all the boys and, uh, and a couple of the ladies that were there. My buddy Tom Sizer, who I've, t- I've taken. 
probably a couple thousand dollars. He wants to bet every week. And I'm like, all right. So it's like $200 a, a bet. Like, on, And he's lost every single bet but one. And I think we've probably had 10 or 12 bets. And I'm like, I, he keeps making them. He's like, give me this and three points. I'm like, done. So yesterday he goes like, how about a $500 one? Try to get my money back. He goes, I'll take the Cardinals. You give me six and a half. And I'm like, that seems reasonable. At the beginning of the game, I'm like, That's, this is a terrible football team of injuries. So I gave it to him. So I lost that. He wasn't even excited. Like he like no but no Cardinal fans watched that game and thought, Well, this is fun. That was a joke of a presentation. Yeah, football had a, a weird weekend of like just kinda I thought there was a definite score gami on a couple rounds, like the Jets game where it was two to Yeah, we had a few of those. You just wondered what score gami is, so you were looking yeah, last for it. Week. Yeah, you're you're, uh, you're discovering I have to be refreshed that. on it once a year. <laughs> right. I I didn't ever know what it was until a week ago. But yeah, and then college football decided to go ahead and ruin itself and prove that it's more. If anybody still wants to try to there's defend always one college, team. it doesn't matter if there's yeah. always one team. They, they, back in the day, they said they fixed that, so there wouldn't be that one team. There's yeah. still a committee of you know best by geniuses that go up and stare into a crystal ball and pick the four best teams. Their based- job is. To pick the four best teams. They're, that sell tickets. The four best teams that will sell tickets. They leave that part out. The four best teams that <laughs> will get ratings. They don't care about the four best yep. college teams. and it, They took the four best teams that currently match up well so they don't lose fourth quarter ratings on TV. That's essentially what they actually said. After Florida State's not there because they got a third string quarterback. And we're afraid they might get beat. Pretty badly, and that's bad for ratings. They didn't care that Florida State We're met in. all their Give criteria. Us the shot. We did what we had to do. Thirteen and zero. Yep. They win their conference. They and they're not even in the final four because and be, and Alabama is. Because it's college football, the you know one of there's eight teams that could you could match up. You could have taken, and they could have upset any one of those teams. Right, because they don't have a playoff system. They have a let's pick a ratings thing. Let's let's. It turns into the Oscars. Or at the end, it's like, wait, Chariots of Fire beat E.T.? What? Because the committee said, yeah, college football has always been a complete bribed money disaster joke. Native Americans get screwed again. Yeah, once again, they go after the red man, the poor bastards. (laughs) Did everything right, and there they are on the outside looking in. And then they have the nerve to go like, yeah, but we put you in a nice bowl game, and who cares about any other bowl game when you've decided to say there's only one that matters. you got We got a championship game and a couple other bowl games that will help determine that. But you go off and you play in the Cotton Bowl or the Sun Bowl. What an honor. That's all revenue-based. Yeah, college, really, everybody was talking about that yesterday. But we had a big debate at the, the, at the game yesterday about uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, that horrible Taylor Swift. Tay-Tay? Yeah, yeah, Tay-Tay. And, uh, you know, top story on Yahoo before we went to bed last night. Tay-Tay surprises Green Bay crowd by showing up at game in bright red jumper. Next story. Russian soldiers execute Ukrainian soldiers trying to surrender. I'm like, that's a bigger story. That should be the first story I saw tonight. But the fact that I said, but Taylor Swift was, it, it's, we, we hadn't talked about it at the Steelers games yet. It has, it is lost on all men. And the women there were kind of like, well now, but she's so, you know. People can people can look up to her. Like, that's the big draw to Taylor Swift. Because we keep saying, like, she's not hot enough. And women don't like that. Well, what does that matter? There's, like, like Aerosmith is, like, but that's on women, too. Like, we don't get why women want to sleep with 
Steven Tyler? That makes me sick. I, I can't. Rip Mick Jagger has like thousands of women under his belt. It's money Ew. and fame. That's that, all was, that was the magical women. thing of uh, rock and roll, to be yeah, in a band. That was it. And it used to just be the allure of being. But I could kind of understand why the Rolling Stones took the stage and made people go, holy cow. But you know what never happened? Dudes never watched like, uh, I don't know, I guess Cinderella and lost their minds and followed them around the country. and Because that's essentially what Taylor Swift is, a bunch of ladies like her. It's not men. There's no men loving Taylor Swift like this. Well, not straight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Traditional ones. <laughs> okay. The, the, All right, the, uh, the OG men or, you know. <laughs> Uh, men 1.0, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the original man, the, the cave, you know, that dude. But, yeah, so we, but women are all like, well, they defend her like she's done something. I'm like, sure, Madonna, sex appeal is important to music for some reason. Jessica Simpson was hotter than her. Every dude thought she was a complete fire walking through a room. She dated Tony Romo, and they made a couple of little stinks about her, but it was never this. If she showed up at a game, people are like, yeah, Jessica Simpson's here. Good for Tony. Nice kill, kid. And every guy's kind of like, meh, don't pay too much attention to that because. Yeah. It's, it's a setup. It's a complete. It's it a seems it's so choreographed and nobody gets it. But every guy looks like if you, it's like trying to explain the atomic weight of neon when you talk to a group of guys like, what's the appeal to Taylor Swift? I don't know. Like we all go blank. My friend, uh, John Sharpneck is a, a Taylor Swift fan. And my other friend, Chris Catero, said he saw something on the internet that said, Taylor Swift is essentially juggalos with cash. <laughs> like fans of Taylor Swift, just juggalos. They're the same exact mentality. They lose their minds. They show up Line at everything. Up. We don't get why they like the music so Where much, Jesus but they do. Yeah, they're, they're all made up. But they're just basically the same as juggalos, only for a safer, more, uh, they get a, a couple bucks in their pocket. Wait, there she was last family night. Family of juggalos. The whole family can enjoy. <laughs> I wish Travis Kelsey would just, like, do something, like, terrible. Like, Ryan Shazier style. Like, you know, he'd go out and text that, he's, texting. that he's banging uh, Baby Rexa or something. Some uh, One of them thick broads that you'd understand why Travis Kelsey's into it. And, la- and yesterday. Lizzo. Yesterday. Oh, uh, oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> no. That one I don't understand Stick either. Stick at that point. Uh, but uh, Skip Katero, who comes to my house for Steelers games, is in his. Uh, he just turned eighty about two weeks ago, and he's you know all together there and everything else. And we're talking, and uh, he's like, "What are you guys talking about?" And his son Chris turns to him and goes, "Oh, um, talking about Taylor Swift." He goes, "Ah, bitch's legs are too skinny." And I'm like, "It's generational. <laughs> all of us think the same way." Not one generation goes, "I get it with the Taylor Swift," but man, is she all over our TVs? And they just can't get enough of saying. You know, there she is, and isn't everyone excited? And Al Michaels is the only one that had the decency the whole time to go, all right, I'll mention it once if she's here, and then we're done with it, right? Which was awesome that he said that before the game to the audience. But yeah, football was blech, blech. Cardinal fan, I know you guys kind of disagree, but you can't be too excited about the performance. At one point, you had 26 yards, and it was tied at three, and there were only a few minutes left to go in the half. It wasn't pretty. But a win's a win. You got to get those. That's nice. So Cardinals get it, and they drop further in their draft status. So f themselves rotten in this one. Not too bad. Outside of that, your Ohio State team. You probably were sitting there hoping they got into the playoff. I already got my tickets to the Cotton Bowl. You're going to the Cotton Bowl. Go see them play Missouri. Because why wouldn't you? Woo! 
Because that means nothing That's a barn to burner. no one. I don't even care who the teams are. Yeah. Would you go if it was a, a decent matchup? Uh, no, why? Well, the Cotton Bowl would be a tough one to go to. It's but Dallas. if it was, if it was uh, you know, at the Rose Bowl or something like right, that. because that's maybe. one of the playoff games. You're yeah. not going to that. Yeah. I'm saying any of the non-playoff games, would you have gone and seen Ohio State? No. I mean, the answer is no to the Cotton Bowl. That was the original question. Are you going to go that? No. Not worth it. The bowl system has been destroyed completely. The tradition of college football they keep leaning on is gone. That's ridiculous. So we've, we've got Oregon and yeah, uh, Liberty here. Yeah, Oregon and Liberty should be a blast because so many Liberty fans that I know feel like they're going to. We ran the table, bro. Yeah, good for you. Where's Liberty? Isn't that a uh, WNBA team? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that the, the, that's, yeah, you're right. That's the New York Liberty. Is yeah, that, yeah. That's a WNBA team. I think it's the, maybe I'm wrong, but the Jerry Falwell. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's yeah. the religious school that was yeah. kind of scam started, wasn't it? Like his son got sued for a bunch of stuff trying this thing. Got a little Randy on yeah. the cruise ship. Liberty, yeah, he was the one who had his dick out. The Falwell boy who ran Liberty was the one who had his dick out on that yacht over and over and over again. You're right. And not to say that schools aren't loaded with scandals, but Liberty is that school. And the, the, the Falwell school. The boy that traveled with him for a couple of years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. The little uh, that I was think in he was that hired documentary. With wife, yeah, they yeah. had an open marriage or something. Mm, like that. Not really. Uh, not really open. He, he was a cuck. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It, I guess that's open. It wasn't like he was allowed to do what he. You got to be a little yeah. open to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you got to. You have your eyes are wide open. That's the point. But wasn't that one that they they went down to that uh, that uh, blue whatever in Miami and the wife was all over the pool boy? Yeah, the Fontaine Blue. Yeah, Fontaine Blue, which is opening in Vegas soon. The Fontaine Blue. Yeah, that's right, in that documentary and he met, where... met the cabana boy. <laughs> and they started to just f*** the crap out of him in the name of the Lord and Liberty University. And they would stay there, but they put him in... And, you know, they could have put him in a nice hotel, but they, they would meet over there at that hotel. Yeah, that's... That's where they could... Right. No one would watch it. And then she started to do it on her own. Yeah. Without the cuck part. Oh, it's a great story. But that's Liberty... That's what I know about Liberty University... That and Malik Willis was there for a while, and now he's the third-string quarterback for Tennessee. That's all I know. But, yeah, Liberty in Oregon. Dick's out for Liberty. If that's a thing, I'll go. I think that would be funny, but it's not. Tickets right now, I, I looked. You know, if you just wanted to go to the Fiesta. Sure, who wouldn't? They're like, start at 60 bucks, I think. And the and good ones bucks. are about Seems 300 high. $300 to go see Oregon and Liberty? In the lower bowl. Is, is, Liberty is Limu Emu, right? That's the yeah, one. That's what, yeah, think, that's yeah. what I think. That's what I think. It's an insurance company. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, everything comes... When the WNBA comes to mind before your school, no. No. Just weird. Yeah, or when a WNBA team comes to mind before your football, you know, I mean, yeah, come on. before it's, anything, Jesus. when you think WNBA before anything important, time yeah. to change it up. Yeah, it's time exactly. to like, at least change your name. Yeah, when WNBA shows up and surpasses, you know, your pop culture standing, your relevance, and I have to be reminded. I don't even know where Liberty is. I know it's in the middle. It's uh, Tennessee. I'm I throw one out there. Carolinas. Oh, could be that. Don't know. I mean, I could look, but I'm already... No, don't care. Virginia. Virginia. It's in Virginia. Okay. That would have been yeah, way well, low on the yeah. list. My guess is would have... I'd have had Virginia probably about 18th or 19th, and that would have just been at that point throwing out state names. So enjoy that. And that happens. The Fiesta Bowl Parade's going to be great, so they're going to clog up Central Avenue for that farce.
So I got Liberty's band march down the street and play Sloopy, and I hope it's pouring rain. <laughs> Cancel that parade. If you're a young man looking for some action, a married couple, <laughs> head down to that parade. There are a lot of closeted sex fiends that go to Liberty. That's what I know about that school. And he had to step away, right, the Falwell boy? Yeah. Because uh, of all the sex. He took some plays off. Don't they make everybody at that school, like, promise not to have sex? That's like BYU. They have to sign a thing that says no drinking, no drugging, no sex. And then uh, they do the same over there at Liberty. They've got a big thing when you first go there. It's like you have to promise you're going to be celibate throughout your time there. And meanwhile, dude and his wife are boning the pool boy. That would be something I would have done. I would have never had the opportunity. I uh, Yesterday, uh, a guy at my house named Rick and his wife Susie were... The game was, you know, obviously with the delays for the, the football game, they had their uh, teenage boy at home. And it was going on too long. And he wanted his girlfriend to come over, but they have a strict rule that says she's not allowed to come over when they're not there. And uh, and I said, well, you, you don't think he's sneaking her in there while you're not home anyway? He goes, oh, no, we got cameras everywhere. He goes, it's, it's a lot harder nowadays to sneak somebody into your house, give her the what for. And I'm like, what about like an alley? Or like he'd just sneak out the back door and meet her in the alley and... Where are you going? And and he actually said, yeah, no, that would be the right thing to do. Like if he's, you know, but he said he's, he's afraid that we've got, he, they have a little Apple tag on his phone. They can find out wherever he is all the time. So if he goes out and they track him and he's standing in an alley for four and a half minutes. And that's what Joseph said. Just because the kid only needs three minutes. If you don't have a ring doorbell, it, he's going to do it. So they're pretty confident with that the whole time. And I had to think of my dad at that point never once. Did he worry that I was going to have a girl in the house for sex? Never once. In fact, he'd set up beds in the backyard. He's like, here you go, boy. We're going to be gone for three hours. Start making phone calls. My dad encouraged, like, please show some masculinity. Do it. Be, be macho for a minute of your life. This guy had to run home in the third quarter. He's like, yeah, he's getting antsy. And the, that girl's just, like, pacing around the front like she wants it. And he's not letting her in. So we're going to go home and just monitor their makeout, I guess. They're over the jeans hand play. I don't know what. But so he went he, home. Petting, <laughs> he, went, he went home to watch that, I suppose. But he left the game early because his son was. And I just thought Dan Holmberg never had to worry about that. He could leave me at home for, and they did for weekends at a time. My sister, on the other hand, I don't know how she was doing, but she was sneaking into people's houses. But I never had, I never put that fear into my parents that there was going to be an unwanted pregnancy. Never once. They Same. were never worried about it. Yeah, yeah. But I had it to the point where they're like, there's girls coming over. Yeah. Well, they were. And they're like, eh, you were, I don't think he's going to. You're not a sexual being. Yeah. That You weren't someone that was like, you know, going around like, like they felt like you were going to pray with them. You probably. had uh, enough guilt that you wouldn't go all the way. Right. They had poured it you all over inside snuggle you. Snuggle and make out with them or whatever. My dad was the opposite. <laughs> My dad would have brought girls to the house for me. He'd have gone and picked one up and dropped her off at the window and go, try to help her sneak in, boy. <laughs> Never once did he have to leave a party early because he was worried that his son was going to get laid. And I witnessed it yesterday and it made me sad. Yeah, I should have called Dan last night. Is there any point where you at work thinking, boy's been home alone all day? Probably got chicks at the house. My dad would answer so, nope, never once did it cross my mind. You didn't have a prayer, kid. That after he picked up the phone off the ground, he was laughing so hard. Right, yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs> you were... <laughs> Sex? <laughs> Here's some old pictures of yourself. What do you think was going to happen to that kid? 
Pathetic. You're just worried you're going to wear out the TV. Oh, the TV's going to blow out. He, the TV's constantly on. He would have quite literally been happy walking into the... And then the other guy, Tom, was there, and he walked into his son's room to leave, another teen boy, asked him a couple questions and left, and his wife had to tell him, you realize his girlfriend was under the sheets, right? He goes, bah, what are you going to do? <laughs> and it was the same exact party of people. Hey, he's probably knocking her up. Big deal. Yeah. Never had that thought. Did, did uh, Kurt worry about that with you? Probably a little. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, not me. I had to leave the door open if I, my girlfriend was over. I never had a girl at the house. And... I never brought anybody to the house. Man. My dad would ask me, like, we'd go to restaurants. He goes, point out a girl who you're attracted to here. Him, dad, this is dad. weird. Just please <laughs> show me you have some sort of, please point out a woman. <gasps> Just, just, let's go to that. Point out a woman. You know what they are, right? And I'm like, I'd have to sit there, and then a girl would walk by. And this is why I didn't do it. A girl would walk by, and I'm like, she's cute. She's got no boobs. And I'm like, Dad, <laughs> you didn't ask, like, let's, let's, ah, that one's no good. And I couldn't pick one out and to his satisfaction, so I never brought him around. One, one girl came to my house, and she was a friend of mine. She was a, a let's just say she played a lot of softball. All right. right. So she was a friend of mine at school. And, uh. She comes into the house, and my, my dad, this is my friend Amy. We were going. I forget where we were going, but it wasn't like a thing. And my dad come, follows me to my room while Amy stands in the living room. Hey, 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 hey. You're not dating that, are you? <laughs> no. Good. Like, all right, thanks. Oh, I didn't think so. You're not her type. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was worried. because She's big. You like the big ones? I'm like, all right. This is why no one you ever get comes that over. Me, right? yeah, yeah, you don't like that. that just, we're going to get your eyes checked on Monday. Like, thanks a lot, Dan. No, and I don't know if she heard that or not. We left. We got in the car. Does your dad think I'm your girlfriend? Oh, God, no. He's, no, no. He was crying. I know. He th- For a second, he thought we were dating, but then you noticed that he came back smiling. We're good. Said you had a nice arm. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, she could bench press your skinny little ass. What are you thinking? Yeah, it was a constant. It was a very... Uh, <laughs> Never did he worry. And I'm trying to think of a time where I tried to make him work. Not once. He said one time that, because I fell asleep on the couch. My sister used to have her hot friends stay over all the time. And I fell asleep on the couch and uh, foot to head slept on the couch with one of my uh, sister's friends, Tina. And she was, her head was on the east side of the couch. Mine's on the west side and our feet intermingled. But it was a big enough couch that we could sleep sideways. And it wasn't like we were cuddling or anything. And my dad came out. And he went back and woke my mom. John's on the couch with one of Dan's friends, and it said, Ooh, get the camera. I don't know if he was excited <laughs> about it or if he was mad, but my mom asked me not to stay on the couch anymore with with uh, girls. And I think it's so she didn't get awakened by my dad when he's on his way to work summertime. It's like, I, don't, I need my sleep, and your dad gets weird about that. So if you wouldn't mind ever putting me in that position again, I was trying to get some shut-eye, and he came in all excited. They break out the VHS video camera yeah. oh, and everything. The boy's touching one. Hey, 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 everybody, look. He's probably showing everybody at work. Got the boy on the couch with an older bra. It's really fuzzy, though. Yeah. I don't, are you sure Dan, that's him? Dan, all teenage boys with girls, right? Not mine. This is new. <laughs> I don't think he's a twink, but I don't know what he's into. I think he might be twink, but I don't know if he knows how to do that either. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was... Uh, he was dying for me to have sex with a girl. Eighth grade, he barged into the bathroom once and tried to give me rubbers because I was going to the mall with a bunch of people. You're going to need these. I'm like, stop it. Ah. There's going to be girls there, right? I'm like, yeah, I don't need those. Yeah, 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 you do. If you're any good at it, you're going to need these. 
<laughs> Creepy old man. Make me proud. Yeah, and that's what he was really saying. Get one already, please. It was embarrassing to him. And then finally I started bringing, you know, when I was probably, I was, I didn't, nobody, I never had a girl at the house until I was like uh, a 20. I think 20 was the first time I ever brought a girl over. It was really the first girl that ever, like I dated for real. High school was a complete wash, strikeout city, nothing good. Didn't want to go anywhere. I liked my money too much. I didn't want to spend it on someone else unless it was a faux show thing, and that wasn't happening. My grandparents stayed at the house once, and they worried that I was sneaking women in. They were babysitting me. My grandma was, she'd knock on the door every 10 or 15 minutes. I was in there by myself. Dennis, Dan, Dan. Yep. Are you alone in there? Yeah. What do you think just happened? I've been in here. Well, I just, I just want to make sure you're not sn- uh, sneaking uh, girls in. All right. Don't worry about it. Talk to my dad. Ah, don't worry about oh, it. Surely you're wasting your time worrying about that. That boy might as well lock his own window. You don't exactly see a throng of chicks beating down his door. Yeah, we were on the beach once on family vacation. Point a girl out. Show me something you like. Why? Because I just, I don't know, what's your type? I'm like, I don't want you setting me up. And I think his plan was for me to point out a girl. and He was going to go do be some wingman. Wing man. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> he wanted to do. Would you be interested in a, a waif of a man who's maybe 83 pounds? No. Well, he could grow into this, Adonis. I mean, I am his DNA. No, thank you, weirdo. But there I was witnessing that yesterday while Rick and Susie left the football game early to go make sure their son didn't have sex. There's a reason not to have kids. <laughs> Marcy and Dan should thank me. They should get together and say, we want to take you to dinner. And just say, thank you for making our lives stress-free. We never once worried about pregnancy. We never, and it wasn't because you were such a good kid. Was, we, just, we just knew you, you had no skills, no game at all. None. No girls wanted you, and you couldn't do anything about it anyway. And they'd just buy me a nice Steak 44 dinner to say, man, you made, our, you made the years of 1984 to 1990 real easy on us. <laughs> no sneak-ins, no girlfriend, no nothing. Just me and my buddy Mark and his girlfriend would show up every once in a while. Mark's got a girlfriend. She's an Indian. That's weird, but he's still got one. My They'd dad, take you to that steakhouse and you're like, do they have t- tofu? Yeah. I don't want steak. <laughs> that was back in the day. Now I'd eat all the steak. <laughs> my, uh, my friend Mark would bring his girlfriend over. And she was uh, Mexican, but she was very dark Mexican. Like that. We all called her. At the time, it was okay to make fun of people like this, but we called her uh, um, running water. Because that was my friend John Stevens made that joke. She's like, she's running water. And she will, and it was kind of a joke because she looked Native American. And uh, my dad even said that when she came over. Mark's got a girlfriend. She's Mexican, but he's got one. <laughs> Does she have sisters? I'm sure she's got a family like of 30. No, Dad. Get in there, boy. She's got a sister that's like four. Oh, that's not going to work out for a couple years. Anyway, well, try to have sex today, boy. Here's some rubbers. And a guide and a book. and well, Nope, never once. Comfortable in it. Knowing that his son was probably going to be a weird priest, not by choice. I showed him. I did. Uh, it's 6.15. It's Monday. Cardinal fans rejoice all the way around. And uh, call in with your, your horrible, we did it, we are the champions. I had a guy text me and goes, this is for Super Bowl 43. I'm like, Jesus, that was... 
It was a long time ago. Payback. Now. It was 2008. Ago, yeah. Let's calm down. Yeah, it's true. It would have been fitting if James Harrison was playing yesterday because we were out of linebackers, so it might as well have been somebody that comes in. Uh, it's 616. Get us a wake-up song and let's scream it together. 585-9800. That's the number. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. There you go. Alliance for another couple weeks. They are uh, our theme song for 2023. As it moves down, Mike and the Molotovs hopefully furious, furiously penning our new song for 2024 as we prepare for the new year. And we have the uh, Happy Endings uh, Holmberg After Dark show on Saturday night this week. Uh, kind of a end-of-the-year celebration. Our little Christmas party with you guys. Drinking, dancing, uh, whoring around. Who knows what's going to happen in that room. we got our guests and uh, stuff. I went to, uh, I have to say, I went to uh, a Suns game uh, Friday with um, the guy who runs Stand Up Live downtown, Matt Coleman. We went to the game together. And Matt and uh, Joel, who run the place, are always super cool. Uh, and really nice. And they said, Matt said, I want to take you somewhere and get you a Christmas, Christmas, because he's Jewish, uh, Christmas present. So we went to this. I didn't know what it was. We went to a place called Rip Valley downtown. And Rip Valley is a sports memorabilia, just memorabilia, to m- mostly sports card shop. They've got jerseys and all sorts. Most of them are autographed. It's got a lot of cool stuff. In fact, there's a, and I don't like the movie, but there's a Pacino painting there mm-hmm. that is i almost bought it just for you i didn't even look at the price i'm like I, I want that that's the coolest thing so he's got a bunch of cool stuff down there so we went down and matt uh i never heard of this before in my life and we we should go there after the show today you would love this brady i don't think you'd pay for it uh for 375 dollars you play a game called panini and it's wrapped up by the folks from tops or don russ i'm not sure who mm-hmm. and there is an autographed card inside the box and you take your chance. There's one card in the box. And for $375, you you open up the box. And it's all shrink-wrapped and everything else. And it's like, all right, here you go. So we got a couple of those and cracked them open. Matt Komen, you might know who this is, spent $375, opened up the box. And when you open it, you put another your hand over the thing and slow reveal the card. Like after the box is open, just kind of slide down, see if you can... Pick out a uniform if you can see something. So, like, you slide it down and you're like, oh, oh, it's a Chicago Bears color. So we got a Chicago Bear, and then you start shouting out which Bears you might get autographed. Like, if it's a old school card, it could be, you know, Walter Payton. Yeah. It could be uh, something amazing. It could be Singletary. It could be an awesome one. It keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. It was uh, Velas Jones Jr. Got nothing. Anything? No, I'm trying. Two years ago, he muffed two punts and was kicked off the team. <laughs> Total uh, of an autographed Velas Jones Jr. card was $6.50. And that's because it was autographed and had a piece of a Bears jersey attached oh. to it. Hilarious. Hilarious. I cracked mine open. We had a blast. Like, this is, like, better than gambling. It is gambling. They have those, uh, that similar thing, cool, where you buy those boxes for like, oh, you can buy a three box. or ten grand. Yeah. And then you take your chances. Well, this is that. That's kind of that. It was only it's That's one. Really cool. I it's like only it. one. So mine, I open it up, and it was Andre Johnson autographed with his jersey, and it's one of 15. They only made 15 of these cards. 
Nice. And it was probably about 1100 bucks on eBay. And I said, all right, how about this? I give you that card back. It's yours now, Rip Valley. And we get two more boxes. And he's like, well, I can't guarantee that it's this much. He said, but that's what I would put it up on eBay for. He said, but I can't. There's no way my boss let me do this. So we ended up getting one more box, and we kept the – we bought another one and ended up with uh, a running back for the Seahawks. I can't remember his name right now. We were drinking. And that one was worth about six fifty. So it was so awesome that we had – this, this party over there. And then there's a little basketball hoop, and you shoot. And if you shoot, you get to spin the roulette wheel, and you pick the number. And if it lands on your number, you get another spin. But whatever number it is, you get to pull out of this bin. So I got to 29. And so I pulled number 29 out of the bin, and it was uh, a 1,000 Bundesliga cards. And one was guaranteed to be autographed. I have no idea who any of these soccer players are. The German. It could be worth a billion dollars. I don't know. I, so thanks to the guys at Rip Valley. I had no idea. First off, I didn't know the place existed. Second, everybody in there was awesome. Like the coolest dudes ever. They've got tons of stuff. They pulled all the Steelers stuff out for me. And they had like a, a Franco Harris, a old Franco Harris card, a Lynn Swan, a Terry Bradshaw. They had Kenny Pitt, a bunch of Kenny Pickett rookies. It was just the coolest place I've been. So Rip Valley, it's right downtown off Roosevelt and like uh, I think 2nd Street. You can Google it and find out. But that, it was the, it's the coolest thing ever. 375 bucks. You're sitting there with your fingers crossed that it could be Andre Johnson. Pretty good one. Or, or Velas Jones Jr. I was thinking of Cody Parkey, the double doink guy, when you first said Worse. that. Oh, like, yeah. man. That's a better one. At least I've heard of Cody Parkey. When we saw the V, I'm like, and I said, wasn't Velas Jones one of Eddie Murphy's characters? Uh, no, that was Velvet Jones. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, it was the, it was, but it was worth it. It was so fun. Uh, it was the stupidest, like, like you just put that out there and you're like, we are Vegas style right now. This is an awesome deal. And it's just one beautiful, it's a black, like, uh, it's almost like a, 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 like a jewelry box almost. And you just you crack it open after you unwrap it. Man, oh man, is it thrilling. And you're just hoping you get somebody good. But we did. It was, uh, I'm going to go back today. I'm addicted. But we ended up upside up, which is really cool, so. We went down there and we were talking about the uh, happy ending show and all that stuff for the weekend. We're very excited about that. They're happy that it's sold out. We actually have to try. I'm getting all the video equipment set up. We're very excited. And I got an email from a guy who said, uh, I hate to come off as a rube, but I was wondering if there might possibly be a way for me to purchase one more ticket to happy endings Holmberg's after dark show next weekend. I bought two for the wife and I. But my best friend that I'd really like to bring to the show so I can introduce him to the world that uh, is John Holmberg. (laughs) If it helps, he's a black man who's a veteran that lets you use the N-word around him. Uh, just saying, if you're short minorities <laughs> for the show, it's something to think about. Uh, signed, Matt. I'll get him a ticket. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> I can't get you one right now. You can't buy them. Uh, I can't just hand, I could, but I'm not going to do that. Brett will do it. I get you on the list. Brett will do it. And no, we're not just because there's a black guy that says it's okay. Admiral Akbar has told me several times, that's a trap. <laughs> Never, ever, ever, ever use the N-word, especially around black people. And if one of your friends goes, finally. Yeah. Hey, this is a, a black guy you can say the N-word to. And I'm like, you can. I'm not doing it. That's a, it's a trap. Never, ever, ever trust a white guy saying, it's all right to call this one the N-word. Nope. <laughs> that is not a thing. I know exactly what that is, and it's bad news for everyone. It's a trap. Thank you, Akbar. But yeah, so I'm not going to give you a ticket. Plus, he's got to introduce 
I, I would like to see that guy show up. A veteran. You know, if you trust him, I, I believe that's all right. I'm just saying no nuns. That's my only rule. <laughs> and again, the whole thing could suck rotten. I don't care if you give us a bad review. I just don't want nuns there saying I didn't expect those videos. The only thing I'm worried about are the videos to scare people off. But it's going to be great. I'm very excited. Have you gone through them yet? No. Working I, on it? No, I mean, I got... Me and my uh, creator knocked it down to 10, I think. Okay. It's, it's, Present those when you're ready. I got 40 of them. Uh, I'm going to go through them again. We'll sit through, and I'll sift with you, and we'll we'll pick out the five crowd-pleasing videos. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm getting more and more excited about I've, it. I've seen them before, several times, and I now it's wait. like, oh, Very excited for it. It's going to be fun. So uh, somebody just said, hey, I'll sit next to that black guy. All right, I don't think we should bring that guy. I think maybe that's a bad idea. It, when you when you open up with, you can call him that. Now, remember. They're making him like the token now. Well, keep in mind our trip to Vegas when the girl who called herself sucking <laughs> said that she could never be offended. The only one on the trip who was offended yeah. by something. So <laughs> I, I will. Her words exactly. I will suck and <laughs> everybody on this trip. I'm cool. I'm fun. I can never get offended. It was minutes into a car ride that she said, you know, as a Native American, that offends me. I'm like, wait a minute. Sucking You can't be offended. You said so. We've called, I don't even know your real name. You're known as sucking You cannot be mad at anything. But she was. And it, you know, it all calmed itself down, but still. And when a white guy's saying, this black guy's cool with the N-word, <laughs> Uh, let's ask the black guy, because <laughs> maybe you're just his boss or something. I don't know the dynamic. <laughs> and eventually. Saved his life three times. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> Brady can make fun of me for being a bald guy, ugly guy. I can make fun of Brady for chubby. I can make fun of you for Italian. But some new dude, and I'm like, it's cool to make fun of Brett for being Italian. That dude does it. You might not be cool with it. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to start saying that. We call him a wop. Yeah, right. You don't, <laughs> right. You don't want to go. Proxy, hey, this is my Italian friend Brett. Call him a wop. He's cool <laughs> with it. Uh, maybe not with you. He's not. So, you know, rules. We gotta have some rules. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun weekend. So I can't give you just one ticket, and it's sold out. But uh, maybe when there's some straggling around, Matt, I'll load it up for your you trying to play the minority and veteran card on me, which kind of worked. I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna scramble for a ticket for that guy. Let's see what I can do. Uh, it's happening Saturday night. Pre-party, everybody can go to that. 9 to 11. Over they'll there sneak the, in. I'm not saying yeah. nothing, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah, it, it, things hey. happen. Hey, you might be able to find a ticket that yeah. night. So, to, you know, so show up to the pre-party, hang around, drink, just walk in with the rest of everybody. It should be fun. But, yeah, Matt took me to that place. The Rip Valley place was a blast. It was awesome. I haven't had a retail experience as exhilarating. You know, you're sitting in this thing and you're, you're trying to open up cards and stuff, and your stomach's spinning because you just watched your friend spend three hundred seventy-five dollars on Velas Jones Jr. <laughs> and no, and the worst part is, is that the the card store is like, we don't want that back. Like they're not buying that, but they'll give you five dollars, three dollars. You even get ripped off because total, like, we got to sell that again for six fifty. We'll give you three bucks for it. But they got real excited about the uh, the Andre Johnson. That was a blast. We had so much fun. So thanks to Matt and Joel. And also to the guys at Rip Valley because that was cool. You got a great store and some really neat stuff in there on top of the sports things because they had some movie things and it's just a neat memorabilia store. I liked it a lot. So if you, and it was first Friday too, which I'm not a big fan of crowds like Everyone's that. Everyone's out. It was pretty crazy. First Friday downtown is 
pretty neat. And we got a really cool thing going. But it's just a sea of humanity that we want to go to the Suns game. We went real early. It was good. Also, the new pizzas over there at uh, Copper Blues. Ooh. We got a new chef there cranking out some pizzas. That was pretty good, too. It was a good night. It was a really good night, actually. We had fun. Uh, and then another good night happened for our friends in the band Kiss. Did you see this, Brett? They uh, At the end of the show, yes. they said, That's it. We're all done. Thank you for supporting Kiss. But we will live on forever with AI avatars. Listen up, people! <laughs> yeah, yeah. A- AI avatars are now going to be what you see when you see Kiss. And I, who's... I've already pre-filmed the little documentary. Yeah, they've got a thing where you will never not see Kiss. But who is in it? Peter Chris? No, I think it's the uh, the, the it's guys the now. current one? Yep, I, so I it's believe current so, yeah. Kiss. Yep. So as long as it's Paul and Gene. That's all they that's care it, about. right? Because they're the only ones making any money. But wouldn't you rather have Ace and Peter, the original lineup? Then you got to pay those guys. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point because in their images, more money, yep. name image, more money for Paul. Exactly. Is they are they at this Gene. point still more money than the guys who are in the band <laughs> who've oh, been yeah. touring for fifteen, twenty years? I guess yeah, I think so. They're, they're the employees, I suppose. But these guys are. Peter Chris was an employee. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm. When saying. it came down to so it, so were I these guys. So, so I, I have to wonder because Peter Chris hasn't been in that band. And do they even refer to him as, or do they just call them the character? The that character. They are? Right, Star Child, isn't it? And I don't even know all the four. Demons, the Star demons, Child, yeah, the uh, Cat, Spaceman, Spaceman, yeah. <laughs> but uh, because that's one of the things, at least Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley are saying that the band is bigger than us. Right. I have to say this is why we captured. I don't know the where these are going to be going on. Essentially, isn't it just like going to a movie? I would think, unless they're doing like hologram type you stuff, set with, up you know, like they do with Tupac and in stuff. Vegas, the sphere Kiss is not going to be in the sphere. That's not happening. They didn't spend five billion dollars to put Kiss in that. He's presenting right An now. avatar version. <laughs> yeah, right. You seem like a smart and intelligent <laughs> right. man. How about we put this in your brand new five billion dollar ball? <laughs> no, Gene, uh, you're making a huge mistake. Kiss, you know, it'll be at the Ember Lounge, which is our version of the sphere up there at Desert Ridge, which is really cool. Is but that going to be permanent? Oh, yeah. But it's kind of like the size of this room. Yeah. It's neat. Kiss could play in that because it's, it's an immersive experience. But we'll put Kiss inside a restaurant that has, you know, an immersive ceiling to, you know, the Century Grand that makes you feel like you're on the train. Yeah. The one that's the airplane now, they got a new one there. They got undertow, which makes you feel like you're in a boat. Just make the windows where Kiss peeks in. God give rock and roll to you. Oh, it's the Kiss undertow boat. I see what's going Kiss. on. But who's... Interested in this? Like that's what I want to know. I, and it'll be Kiss fans, and I guess international. They're lunatics, really. Well, huge, and are they still big in uh, Japan? Probably, but isn't it like is the Avatar version? Is that something anybody? Because Abba's been doing it, nobody cares. Abba, Abba's the groundbreaker here. Kiss didn't figure this out. Abba's been running around with their dead members. Singing along, I saw Michael Jackson's Thanks one. To Lucas Studios. Well, Cirque, yeah, Cirque du Soleil. Michael Jackson one. At the end, Michael's out there in a weird hologram, and it's neat. And you kind of fall for it for a second. And what's is that an impersonator? Or, no, it's Michael. And they have the and there are people dancing with him, and he's out there. Well, Kiss is still big, but they're not gaining any fans. It's exactly. whoever loved them back in the day still loves them. So are the are there fans? Fair question. Are there fans tech savvy enough to care about AI Kiss? 
because they're all 70. Well, they're going to make, go? make it easy enough. For Would them. I go? Yeah. I wouldn't go to Kiss if they were in the room next to us. <laughs> if but somebody did, said but you, Kiss is here, I'd go out the back door. One time. Right, because I've never years, seen you're it. like, you know what? I, it's so I wonder how many would be that. Okay, this is a different version. See, Brady. It's very high tech, I guess. I saw Kiss the same way I saw Brokeback Mountain. I was, I was, huh? yeah, I, exactly. I saw Brokeback Mountain because I was judging it unfairly without having seen it. You spit in your hand? Yeah. And then I jerked. I'd rather, I'd rather lived through Brokeback Mountain's sex scene myself than seen Kiss in hindsight. Kiss was worse than the sex scene in Brokeback Mountain if I was in it. At least somebody's getting some pleasure. Oh, that Kiss concert's the worst show I've been to next to Jimmy Buffett. Horrible concert. They're out there in those foam outfits. That was the stupidest looking thing I've ever seen. They couldn't sing. The time was off. And they, I will and they say, put the on uh, Gene Simmons, the awful. demon, the hologram. At least they showed he's got wings. Yeah, he like can fly full, around. Full well, that's demon. the goal is that yeah. he can start floating about. So now they're cartoons. It's basically when they went to visit the Scooby-Doo people. Where they had like power, or when they had kissed the cartoon and they could fly. Yeah. Essentially, that's what he's done. I got to hand it to Gene for saying, you know what, this thing never goes away. Kisses the herpes of rock. They just won't stop being. We're not very good. We're kind of upset when we show up. But a lot of people have us, and a lot of people will bring us in. But yeah, it's, uh, and I have to admit, like the video I saw, I'm like, that's kind of cool on my screen. In real life, will that just be cool? enough to see that preview is enough. Not you want to be there it. for a, oh no 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 two yeah, hours right. yeah exactly. The, if uh, my computer shows me something I'm like hey that's kind of neat, would I spend a penny to go see hologram? Because Whitney Houston had a hologram thing that kind of failed. Would I uh, maybe one song? Yeah, I'd be like that's neat, but I don't want like what if the holograms like here's something from our new hologram oh no i gotta go get a beer during the hologram concert and then wait for the hologram encore yeah right are they gonna pretend to leave the stage is that it man yeah uh, we can bring them back at any time they can start singing other people's songs well ronnie's a kiss fan which is she interested in this she would go she would okay for sure because it's something new mm. um no, that's that would not be my guess. Maybe I'm wrong. But no, I'm she would go, but that's not go. why. It's because she has terrible taste in music and movies. That's exactly why. She's okay. waiting. Wait, <laughs> I'll tell you. No I'll say what you're there, thinking. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Between the movies and the and the music, she's she's made herself clear. She's she has a right to it. The same way we all have a right to roll our eyes at it. The way Brady does. He just doesn't do it in front of her because he knows. You know, don't pick that fight. But <laughs> Kiss is like immediately like off the radar for me. If you're. It, it, to, it was the worst show I've. It was the worst show I've been to ever. And maybe I saw them too late in the game, but they still put them. Look, Joe DiMaggio always played as hard as he could, and someone said, "How come you, even in like a game, the team's getting beat, you seem to put all the energy into every single thing?" And he said, "There might be someone in the crowd who's never seen me before." And he goes, "Even old, I'm still going to put out my best effort." So that's how I look at Kiss. When they took the stage, it wasn't like, "Oh, you should have seen us years ago." This. They were saying, we're as good as we've ever been. We're charging more than we've ever charged for tickets. So I assumed, all right, they're better than they've ever been. And they were horrible. Lazy. Definitely the, like, I've been three times. And that last time was just phoning it in. Barely phoning it in. I mean, they had changed the name of the arena. And when Kiss's satellite found them, on the screen before, 
It was still Gila River Arena yeah, that they right. landed on. That we were we were led to believe that their spaceship was landing, but it was years ago because they had changed the name years prior to that last. Hello, not Gila River Arena. <laughs> it was terrible. I seen them on their farewell tour in '97. Just <laughs> to say I'd seen them, you know, I'm like, okay, I'd never seen them, and it was all four original members. It's great. Then I seen them. I don't know, 15 years later, and it was. The same act, yeah. the same oh. songs. Yeah, the nothing same, changed. Nothing changed. Nothing. Nothing. But does this open the door to other bands? Like it does, right? Like they're not. Oh yeah. There's oh, no yeah. more touring. They're going to form bands co- that have been out for a while. Well, and they recreate them. It saves money. Is basically what it does because you AI like a performance and then ship it around the country. So, yes, at first it's going to cost a fortune to do the AI show. Whoops, the AI show. But then you've got an 80-city tour, and it's a package. So now people are like, you know, let's say, I don't know, Nirvana could do it. And the estate of Nirvana says, here's a concert we put together. AI built it back up. $250,000. And that's an easy price for to get Nirvana back together on stage. You'd have to get everybody involved. But even a band that's still around, like Tool... If Tool's Tool would do this, Maynard doesn't want to tour. So they put an AI show together. It's probably cost them 2 or $3 million to do. And then, you know, charge $200,000 for people to show it. It's a movie. I, I guess I'm not understanding the appeal to go to a movie. I never got movie concerts anyway. I never understood why anybody would go see Taylor Swift's movie concert. And they did in droves. So I'm the one who's not on the on point with it. But it's going to be... There's the. It's going to be the new thing to replace everything, really. There's yeah. That's the, but it's just a giant screen. Yeah. It's not even a hologram. No, it's really cool and it's kind of 3D. But I love that the people at Madison Square Garden had to watch this. Oh, to a terrible song too. Yeah, one of the worst songs ever. Yeah, the drums are just like laser circles. It's a cartoon. That's yeah, it's exactly what it is. It looks like a PlayStation 5 game. Right. It's just an expensive presentation. It's repackaging poop. So that's that. That's the future. So it's going to be one of those things like uh, real music. Live will be kind of immortalized. Stupid. Like, we'll go see Highly Suspect over at the Van Buren. Why? They just watch their hologram. <laughs> it just looks ridiculous. See, they'll have the real flames. Yeah. It's a video game. It kind of looks like Kiss the video game. And I got to hand it to Gene. He's going for a. We, we can't tour anymore because of our incredible old bones. So <laughs> we're going to try to fleece you for some more cash, Kiss fans. Yeah, the Stones are still doing it. The Stones are actually hitting the stage. Yeah. And they're going to die on And they're stage. older. Yeah. They're sponsored by AARP, yeah. for God's sakes. Fantastic. And done more drugs. But would that... The Rolling Stones seem like they would not do this. No, I don't think so. Because after they die... Because here's the other thing. After they die, whoever's in charge of this can make those guys do anything they want. Remember the big argument about 30 years ago when we could we could kind of superimpose... Stuff into new into old movies, and they had um, Fred Astaire dancing around with that Red Devil vacuum. Yeah, and they were selling Red yeah. Devil vacuums, and everybody's like, like, "Whoa, this is wrong!" Like, you never got his permission to do that, and I never understood why. 
until you start like having endorsements for like an entertainment when you endorse a product, it means something. Like you have to you have to be somebody who's like, no, this is a product that I'm telling people to use on my name and my reputation. And if I don't have control over that, they're just it's it's a lawsuit if I'm alive and you have me out there going, I love the Red Devil vacuum. Like, wait a minute, I didn't say yes yeah. to this. That's why it was you know it was a big thing and still a battle um, with college football. Name image was, likeness. Yeah, they were wrong. College stole from those kids for years under the guise of free college. But they Dead would coaches. make a fortune off of video games and all sorts of stuff. This, this to me, is like the dangerous road to say, all right, here's Kiss performing Nirvana songs. Here's Kiss doing, like, all the estates get together just for a money grab. If <laughs> they do a couple of covers. Sure. They can do anything they want, and they can sound like Nirvana. And it won't make sense to us because we've seen, but to a next generation, it's like, hey, this is neat. Like, Kiss just became Nirvana. You can morph into anything, so long as you have permission from the estate. And I don't know, I don't see the Rolling Stones being a band that says, "When I think when they die, it dies. You know? I got three more to go. But I wouldn't be surprised if their greedy kids, after they're long gone, say, sell it. Like, Prince's family couldn't oh, stop yeah. fighting over the money, and now that this exists, whoever's in charge of it's like, I didn't get my fair shake on this. It got split up by a bunch of people. Uh... We're doing the the Prince Avatar thing. We're oh, taking the, Jimi Hendrix family. The hologram basketball games. You could play Prince. Yeah. <laughs> you could yeah, you could have them doing whatever you wanted. You could recreate the great Chappelle show story. With Eddie, Eddie he's dead too. Uh, Charlie Murphy and it's just it strikes me as the uh it can be abused very easily. It seems like a neat idea, but this could be abused very easily. Nobody paid attention. To the fact that ABBA's been doing this for a long time. <laughs> Nobody cared. Nobody's going to abuse ABBA, make them start singing Kiss songs. And I tell you this wholeheartedly, if ABBA hologram was here in the studio and Kiss was, the real Kiss was right where Brady's sitting, I'd leave to go watch ABBA. Well, don't you want to watch Kiss here live? Uh-uh. I've seen you live. It is, it's sad and pathetic. I'd rather talk to you. Yeah. I'd rather go watch religious programming on television than listen to you. Sing song. But God gave rock and roll to you. And so did we. No, not interested. I just keep being Benjamin Netanyahu. I think you're the same guy. <laughs> he was on TV again this weekend. I swear to God, he's Gene Simmons. You know, there's a lot going wrong in Israel. Like, oh my God, you're not even trying to hide it anymore. Maybe Netanyahu's going to have his own avatar too, <laughs> flying around. <laughs> yeah. I think that the guys in KISS get the joke. Because every interview I've ever seen, they're almost a wink and a nod back at us like, we understand. So if anybody's going to do this, but it, to me it kind of wrecks music. As a purist, it kind of ruins the experience. Next generation's going to want, like, this, this is to me kind of the next step to the whole 10 years ago me going, wait, people like watching people play video games? That still doesn't make sense to me, and it is a massive business. Twitch, uh, like it, it is a massive business of people watching other people play video games. That doesn't add up to me. And now it's moved into uh, scholarships into college. Oh, yeah. No, it's a real thing. Like, it's a legitimate deal. I didn't get it because it just doesn't appeal to me, but that's it. This is the same thing. I don't know if the next generation is going to want to watch bands, classic or otherwise, touring around. Well, if it's uh, something that you can stay at home and watch... 
which seems to be popular. I right guess. Now. Yeah. You buy it on your Netflix and watch. But is that good? Look, it's uh, a not it's me. a leap for us. But this yeah. you know, they're talking about this in the whole work world. But too. isn't the experience Companies are like hey, come back. We need you to come back sure. to the office. But the experience of concerts is not the band as much as it is the atmosphere. You're missing the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the band being kind of rough is the fun of it, you know? Like they're kinda raw. Like they're not a polished like you know, like Unless go, they're all tracked up. Right. Well, yeah, but you go to shows where you're like, these guys are just crushing this yeah. thing. And they and it's the live energy is different. Like they don't yeah, you're right. They're not like some track band that runs sound the entire time. They're actually a live band that's pulling it off. I think the Rolling Stones are a remarkable. And I'm sure that they track a little bit. Well, that's what you're doing for the most part, is like, look how old these guys are and they're still Right. Bringing it. Look what would Mick. That's well. It's kind of like saying that's brave. Well, to, it's when uh, yeah, yeah, it's when Phil Mickelson won that uh, British Open or whatever. Yeah, it, it's old people being excited that old They're people still, still bringing it. Yeah, well, and it's mainly people their age going. This is great. I'm not one of those people. I think when an old man wins something big, it just means the sport's suffering. They're like the Jack Nicholson of rock. They're right. Like, Look at ah, right. Jack. But that's amazing. Acting is a little easier to do when you're old. Sports and music when you're ancient. The only people that really support they're them. acting on yeah. stage. The people that love the Rolling Stones right now are happy because it means they're they still have some hope that they can be active when they're eighty. It's an old person's torch is basically what the Stones are. They're like they make them feel good about the relevance fading. I've actually went and seen bands that I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." But once I seen them live, I'm like, "All right, now I'm a yeah. fan." Oh yeah, you know, I mean, it it had that effect on me as well as and the other and way. the opposite way yeah. too. Yeah, yep. exactly. Corn like, won me over live. Yeah, I was never a huge Corn fan. When I saw them live, I went out and got their records. Yeah, I'm like these guys are ridiculous. And then I've seen them since where they kind of phoned it in. I'm like, this isn't the band I remember. And then I saw them open up for uh, was it Romstein? Mm. Holy Moses! They put the best show on I've ever seen. And I, again, right after, I'm buying some stuff. I've done that several times. Opening bands. Where I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah. And I end up buying their stuff and liking them more than the... But that's live music. But that's... that's Maybe it's generational now. Maybe they just... Maybe it will fade off into this AI world of of just watching from home. I don't know. I mean, I, I give them credit for trying this. I just don't oh, know yeah. if it's going to work. Well, I don't know if they're the ones who do it. And that's the thing. And Scott says this. He's like, people watch people watching football. That's what that would be like. Watching a video game would be like watching people watch football. Not actually watching football. But you're literally watching someone watch football. That's kind of how I look at the video game thing. It doesn't make sense to me that you would want to watch someone watch something. Well, instead of watching a football game, you're watching somebody play Madden. Yeah, but, I mean, it's... but you're watching somebody just... They're technically watching Madden, too. Not, and the only you know, way you appreciate that, if there is, is uh, you, you've dabbled and you've played a little bit, and you're like, wow, that's impressive what he's sure. been able to do. But, but how they're watching a video hours. game. PewDiePie watched people watch things, and people watched him do it. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, he puts you up there in the little that corner. That does not make sense to me. But that doesn't matter if it makes sense to me or not. It was still a huge thing. I don't think Kiss is the vehicle but i think when prince does it i think michael jackson's inevitably going to have this show when they start mastering the ai we can take this on tour thing 
I don't know. You think that's out of the generation thing? I mean, you're talking Kiss's old fans. I do. Prince are old fans. But, sure. But what about when Taylor Swift does it? If Taylor Swift did an AI show, it would be a billion dollar yeah. show. It would. It would. She'd sell out arenas. It, especially if she did it where it's like I'm going to be in Rio, and we're going to film that, and then every arena is going to have it, and you're going to see the the live show. I put it's it changes what a rock concert movie was. Like the Rolling Stones did that. And that's what she uh, it, she did. It wasn't AI, but you know that movie right. that she premiered. Well, that's what I'm world saying. Premiere. But now imagine that it's uh, in stadiums instead of movie theaters, and it looks like she's on the stage. It's basically toying with your yeah brain. to the next level for another three hundred bucks, and it doesn't cost her anything. She's making money because all they had to do is package it and send it to the arena. And there's no setup. There's no trucks. There's no hauling. There's uh, the band can be AI'd. In. It just to me, it just kind of. I don't know. It takes away something that I think is really cool, which is live music. I said that when I saw Royal Blood a couple weeks ago. They kind of lit a fire in me again to go to live music. They were that good. But I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be like. It isn't about the spectacle of the performance or the fire or anything else. It's the dudes on stage making the music pop and the room eating it alive. And it was great. Aerosmith had that. I remember the time I saw Aerosmith in 1990 or whenever it was, and I watched them, and I thought, this is why people love this. They weren't going crazy with pyro or anything else. It was Aerosmith crushing the crowd, hand-puppeting all of us. They were marionette. Per- they, they were working us like little uh, slaves. We were doing whatever they said. And at the end of it, I said, I never need to see this band again because it can't get better than what I just watched. Now, if it was a hologram or AI... Does it still have that same energy? I can't imagine it does. But it won't matter if an entire new generation gets involved. Because you're right. Taylor Swift does this. It's a billion dollars. And it's as many times as you want to show it. If you want to rent out uh, you know, State Farm Stadium for f- six, seven days and say, we're going to do this every night. And every night's a different show from another city in the world. You'd go. If you're a super Taylor Swift weirdo, Beyonce, it's crazy. So thanks a lot, Gene Simmons, for not only ruining music live, but now ruining the AI version. Way to go, Kiss. We destroyed rock and roll when we played it live, and now we're going to do it through AI. And AI even can't make our songs good. <laughs> Nothing better. I, I, it is better than seeing 80-year-old dudes doing Love Gun and Christine. Madison Square Garden got it on Saturday Nighters. They got a tease. Calling Dr. Love. Yeah, I don't need that. AI. Just do a cartoon. That's what they're doing now. Yeah, no, I don't get it. It strikes me as kind and of... that was uh, the encore. Yeah. Played that at the end of the show. It was their last show, but we knew that wasn't going to happen. We didn't know they had this up their sleeve. Ace Freely said that he doesn't think that this is going to be their last show. Of course not. Because they're going to play about the money next February. Yeah. They're going to they're going to show up at all these special AI one offs. Yeah, yeah that, gonna, that's what I'll bet it's going to be. It's not going to be. They're not going to tour anymore, but they'll show up for. You they'll know, do a the AI show. And, yeah. yeah, and they'll they'll do something in a studio to film it, and it's like actual live performance by Kiss, dressed up by AI. It's just I don't know. It's I don't. You want to say it's kind of that get off my lawn thing? No, but it is kind of wrecking something special. Victor makes a good point about, uh, you know, live music and stuff. And, and I'm the same boat as he is. He said, uh, the warning won me over at U-Fest. Yeah. And that's me. I'm not into chick bands. Me but when neither. I saw him live, I'm like, whoa. How amazing was this? it to watch that yeah. drummer play? 
Oh, I mean, all great. of us, all of us walked away and said, "Did you watch her?" Yeah, like she had an, a Dave Grohl. The first time I saw Nirvana, I'm like, "What's that?" Taylor Hawkins. I mm-hmm. saw him with Alanis Morrison. I'm like, "What's that?" Like, there's a different energy from the greats that you won't get from that. And I'm not saying it's going to be everyone, but if it becomes cheaper to do it this way, which it will, because eventually technology will find its way to be cheaper. It costs us more to see and them cheaper to deliver, because the record industry got killed by streaming and stuff like that so touring yeah. is extra expensive and extra different and that's how they make their money now and the bands don't get prepaid anymore they have to pay for their own tours so if they can figure out a way to cheapen that up for themselves where they don't have to have trucks or anything else i was talking to tobias from ghost and he said we bought three giant buses and had them dressed up to make us seem bigger than we were when we'd pull up to the arena people like this who's this and he goes, it was all image. It was all based on that. He goes, it was very expensive. And people thought I was crazy. And it is crazy. And he said, and now we're trying to whittle them back. We got like 10 buses, a couple of trucks. He goes, we got to pull back now. It's getting too pricey. I don't know. I don't think I'd ever go down to Sun Devil Stadium for a fake stage to watch a hologram or an AI video screen. It's tough enough, a stadium um, that big. Because yeah. some of those stadium good. shows, yeah, the sound, is, that's the thing for me. And yeah, Metallica changed the game with their sound setup. And even still, the first night, it was a struggle. The yeah. second one was perfect. I don't know. Music. It's all changing. Why can't it all be the same like the olden times? I don't know if they had these arguments when they made guitars electric. But... You're going to ruin it. At least someone still had to play it. It wasn't a computer AIing it. And when you listen to the clips of Paul Stanley and, you know, when they're singing and stuff, you can hear auto tune when he sings. So he shouldn't have been on stage anyway. Like he's, he is auto tuned to a noticeable degree when he sings. I don't know. It's Kiss. This guy says, I saw Kiss in 1978 at the Springfield Armory in Illinois and then in 99 at the Phoenix Suns Arena. That's dedication, right? There. That's seeing Kiss too often. <laughs> that means you saw them suck in the 70s and the 90s. That's He's blown away in 78. Because he was probably five. You watch anybody dressed up like that dancing around. It was and neat. doing what they're doing with the pyrotechnics and the... Kiss sold toys to kids. They knew what they were doing. Action figures? What other... What, the Rolling Stones never sold... Action figures. Jimi Hendrix didn't have his action figure. The Kiss understood were characters, and they're selling them to children. There was a Kiss cartoon when I was a kid. They understood what they were doing, and we still do it. Get your, bring your children to the big Kiss AI show. They'll love it. Three hundred seventy-five dollars, please. <laughs> and it comes with an autographed football card of Velas Jones Jr. Six fifty. Could happen. And then I saw this, and I didn't know how sound a sleeper is this dude on his on his uh, anniversary cruise. He wakes up and he's like, "Ah, my toes are killing me." He's walking around on this ship is destroying my feet. They go on their little excursion. He and his wife on their anniversary. They're on some beautiful cruise, and uh, it comes back, and he's like, "My toes getting really hot." I don't know. Oh well, a couple more days go by. He goes over to the ship's doctor. Not the same guy, but we all pictured him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he goes in, he goes, hey, my toes, I think I got something Let's going on. Let's take a look at your feet. And he looked at it and he said, hey, I was busy having sex with <laughs> that doctor on the love boat had sex with everyone. They led us to believe that Bernie Capel was a ladies' man. I didn't see it. Like, Gopher had just as good a chance. Anyway, 
a guy uh, that ship's doctor said, well, it looks like you've been bitten by a spider. And he goes, oh, that's terrible. And he goes, but we're still, uh, it laid eggs in its holes. So it was, he had spider eggs laid in the holes from the spider bite by the spider, a wolf spider, a giant wolf spider, got into their room in France, bit him in the foot, laid eggs in the holes, and then like sealed it up with something that spiders have. And the guy's walking around just incubating spiders in his toe. Wait, toe cave for spiders? Ooh. Yeah, isn't that gross? But how, like if I get, if something's crawling on me, I wake up. Yeah, I don't get, yeah. How do you have a spider, are You how drunk was this dude that a spider not only bit him and he didn't wake up, but spent time laying eggs inside the guy's foot and he wakes up the next day and my toe hurts. I'm used to having toes on fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just laying down. Like, I guess you're, maybe he's just so fat, the diabetes makes his feet, like, they don't feel a thing. He said a milk-like pus uh, was going in there, and then these like, they put these, <laughs> they opened it up, and, like, tea leaf kind of, it, I, I don't even want to know what the hell was going on, but they pussed it out, and then these little eggs came out. Like, oh, yeah, there are definitely spider eggs in here. He should be okay. But uh, it took him. It took him a little while to figure out that he had the eggs in his toes. But they wrapped it up in tea leaves, some sort of a weird European thing. So that should make it all right. So if you've got a, a pain in your toe this morning, that sure that the eggs will never hatch, wrapped I, in the tea leaves. Got me. Just, I don't know. But you did that story a couple weeks ago. A guy who had chopsticks shoved in his nose. For what's going on? When, when did we lose oh, all yeah. feeling? Like, I remember <laughs> fighting that guy in the right. bar. In that restaurant, I, did we finish our meal? And he did have chopsticks. I remember but... getting dizzy and everything smelling like wood. And then I just went to sleep. But this dude's asleep and his foot gets eaten by a wolf. <laughs> I think I wake up from that. There's a movie on Netflix I watched over the weekend uh, with Helen Hunt. And I don't know when she turned into Eric Idle, but she's Eric Idle now. And she, uh, but in the movie... Uh, there's, fr- that's what, remember we, like frogging became a thing for, we know what that is where people live in your attic oh, yeah, when yeah. you're not home. And this is a movie about two kids frogging, but also there's this other subplot going on where there's this guy, uh, killing kids in the area and they think, and they lead you to believe that it's the guy in the attic that's killing the kids. But it turns out there's a big twist. It doesn't make any sense. But in the midst of this whole thing, uh, well, like the Helen Hunt character, I always think of Helen Hunt from Castaway because she was so mean to Tom Hanks. Like, she didn't, like, I don't know if that, if you were trapped on a desert island for four years, five years, and you came back, and there's Ronnie, and she's already established a new life, that's dick, that's a dick move, right? Well, yeah. Don't you think? Like, you just recently got married. I don't know. If you ended up on an island. Five years is long. (laughs) It's a long time, but still, when you reemerge, you have to at least be in consideration. Maybe that's why uh, your guy Jerry, the golden, or... On Golden Bachelor is catching so much heat from when his wife passed away that it, it, she'd been sick for a while. Yeah, a month later he's already with a. He's chick. got he's got a woman, and you could understand right. that. A little well, bit. I mean, he needed a place to live. The guy was clearly homeless. He's a janitor. Gary, you just don't Bachelor. know. That, there's enough time. Either I can way, see on either side. that's how I can't. That's you'd how be I okay? see. You'd be okay if you came home five after years, five years and Keyshawn sitting you there in your house. <laughs> I mean, I'm home. I'd oh, be a hey, who is this little man here? What you doing in my house, man? I'd be certainly understanding of it. You would? I'd ask him to leave. I'm so, like, thank you for holding down the fort. I'm back. <laughs> if you're told Megan went, you know, on the, 
this flight, it crashed, she's dead. Well, they, yeah. You would hold off for five years, or would you be like, well, you know what? Five got- years, uh, five <laughs> minutes. I'd be exactly. crazy. But when she came back, I'd be like, whoops, you got to go. New person. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, well, I can't. You can't you know, do that. First off, I want to hear all the stories. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I mean, hanging out with her for a long because time. Because all of a sudden it would bring back all that stuff. I mean, yeah. it's a different situation. She did come across. They come. She was horrible. Yeah. She kissed him in the car, too. Like, I really want to bang you, but I'm married. Like, what? No, you're married to him. Like, you had a funeral and everything, and now he's crawled out of the ground. He's back. That, and, the, and the guy who married you has to understand. It was big from Sex in the City. He's got to get it. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I get it. I'm, your dead husband's back. Right? I can't compete with this guy. That's the thing about, like, because I remember I went on that date uh, years ago with that girl. It wasn't a date. It was a lunch. And I think we were maybe kids. I don't know. But then she told me that she, that her husband or boyfriend died. And she was wearing the, his engagement ring on her neck. And I'm like, I can't be around this. I'm already second place. Like, I can't do this. Comparisons. Yeah, I can't, I can't be. I understand that. Second place guy. We've gotten emails from people who are like, my wife's ex passed away. And there's pictures of the dude all over the house. And at a certain point, when is it okay to ask to take him down? I don't think it ever is. I think you got to at least have one up all the time. And, and what if she, Helen Hunt filled in the blanks like, look, it's been five years. I got married. There were 20 other guys before right. that. This is right. the one I picked. She probably started hosing a year in and then finally like, this is the hose for me. That, right. Anyway, Helen Hunt's a bitch from Castaway is my point. <laughs> no, but in the movie I was watching, there's a certain point where a guy's sleeping and the frogging kid who you're led to believe is the bad guy comes out and takes the sheets off of him while he's asleep. And I'm like, that would wake me. And then he starts to pee on him. That would wake me. And the guy sleeps through the whole thing, wakes up and thought he peed the bed. I'm like, well, I can't buy into this movie anymore. This is ridiculous. When I was younger, maybe I slept through some of that stuff. But evidently you can get eaten by a spot. Your toes, you wake up missing toes. What was that one dude with diabetes so bad his little dog ate his feet? Remember, because diabetics' uh, toes smell, when they get gangrenous, they smell so bad that dogs will actually chew with them like a toy. And he didn't feel it. He was asleep. He woke up with no toes because a dachshund took him down because <laughs> they were kind of mushy anyway. Yeah, I would wake up from that. You hear people that go a couple days, I don't know about, I mean, like the brown recluse, which is the same. Sure. Starts to eat away. Then they're like, okay, this is something more than a boil. You wake up that day with something wrong. If Brown Recluse was crawling on me at night, I think I'd know. I, I wake up when the sheets move. I can't you have wouldn't stuff know. They're so on small. Okay. I don't know. I, I, no way. If something's nibbling on me, I know. I woke up when a mosquito bit me once. I've lost my mind. Now watch this, Brady. Brett, well, you're trapped on a desert island for five years. You've been no. married for a week is all. All right. You come back and Matthias got herself a new strap and D. Knock on the door. Brett's home. What happens? Well, five across the mouth, first of all. <laughs> you can teach her a lesson. Yeah. So and that's it, how you greet her after five years. Who is this? Oh, yeah. You ungrateful and yeah. faithful hooer. Keyshawn's in my house. No. <laughs> out. So what if it's not? What if it's me? Oh, You're that would be dude. worse. What if it was a guy you knew? Oh, that would be worse. That would be awful. Do you do you it's, fight for her? Man goop. Because I thought Tom Hanks. <laughs> man goop. If that's, if that's wow. her, you know, come on. Uh, right. Let me let me give you this piece of advice. If she married man goop, give it three months. She'll be single again. <laughs> I'll just wait it yeah, out. Be yeah. patient. He's just making the rounds. He's like a mailman with marriage. <laughs> just shows up at your house for a few minutes and leaves. Uh, 
So you would like you would be angry at her, like, oh, yeah. and would you wait around for her if she was gone for five years? If she showed up again, even if you were remarried, if she shows up again, what do you do? Helen Hunt, you bitch! You're not hanging around for five years. Five years, man. Well, five years, you're probably moving on. But yeah. I'm yeah. saying, when she comes back, you stick with the new life. I don't think I could. You've moved on. I don't think you can. I don't think that's a possibility. I think it'll I it would awaken so much in you. You can't do it. It's not like an ex girlfriend coming back. It's your dead person coming back. I guess you test drive them both and see, you know, I mean, I would have to see what happens. Yeah. Because after five years, too, tight on an island by herself, (laughs) things coming back pristine. Well, what would would happen if that was Megan and you're married to Dua Lipa? Oh, forget it. Get out, Megan. (laughs) I'd kill her again. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I thought you were dead. Ah, the dead live. And then I get an action. You can't be alive. Zombie. (laughs) I chop down the zombie right in my lip. Ah, zombie. And people are like, we understand why you thought she was a zombie. Dua Lipa, I thought she was here to attack Dua Lipa. I was doing a, she's a celebrity. Protecting my wife. I'm protecting my beautiful wife, Dua Lipa. I had a zombie attack come to the doors of the dead lip. Someone came dressed as my ex-dead wife. <laughs> well, I almost had it. Like, let's say my first wife, who was in the World Trade Center, let's say she croaks that day. I mean, you know, I got to be honest with you. There was like a nine-hour period. I didn't hear from her in the trade center, and I had to, it crossed my mind. Well, what's next for me? Yeah. <laughs> I'd already started the process. <laughs> and frankly, in hindsight, I didn't like her that much. But you know, we were in we were eh, a lot of time involved, invested. You put that much time in, you figure uh, eventually this is going to work itself out. Yeah, like nine hours in, it was a sad day. But I'm like, well, I'm on my own now. I had I started figuring things out by myself. Like, is there anybody have my eye on? It's been almost. It's been since lunch. Like, I haven't. Uh, I haven't had any. Action. Broad didn't call. The hell with it. She never calls. I don't know what she's up to over there in New York. Probably no good. But let's say that's it, and I move on. And then, then she returns. The it's, dead coming back is a big thing. Helen Hunt is a bitch. That's the that's the message I got from Castaway. She's a horrible person. And then Tom Hanks is and a I, pussy. I, and I look at it like I understand on both sides. I can understand how look Tom Hanks, because you lose. Nope. I mean. She kept the car. Time. She stayed in the house. She did stay in the house. She kept his car. Using his money. Using his cash, his insurance, yeah. which she should have probably given right to him. But it is hers. No. He's not dead. It's fraudulent. Tom Hanks, in real life, the end of Castaway would have ended in a huge lawsuit. I want my house back. That's my car. You take your new life somewhere else. This dude... And the dude that moved into the house knew that if this guy ever comes back, she's hanging on to it'd all the stuff. Mess. Yeah, it'd be a disaster. It wouldn't just be him driving off to Texas, finding that hot redhead who's alone in the middle of nowhere for no reason at all. She's it crazy. worked out. He should have hooked up with Did that instead. Castaway 2 would have been all the troubles of that single broad in the middle of nowhere. He decides to go back to work delivering more packages. Yeah. What woman in her... As a pilot. Please. What woman... I'd have jumped right back on a FedEx plane. <laughs> I'd have had Amelia Earhart fly me, as a matter of fact. Screw it. That lunatic is in her 40s in the middle of nowhere in Texas looking as good as she looked. She's either a prostitute or so intolerable all of Texas just cast her into the into the deep, high, rolling hills. Hey, Castaway 2 would have been quite a show. He'd have been begging for Helen Hunt to come back and he'd have let the other guy stay. I don't know. She was hotter than Helen Hunt. Though. Much hotter. Helen Hunt again. Uh, Eric Idle. Same face. Thanks for ruining it. Look at her now. It's the same. What ruining it? He comes back to that oh, ranch in Texas, and she is just cutting up Wilson. 
She's nuts. Yeah, she'd have thrown, you got more attention than this ball. She's jealous and crazy. No woman in her 40s that looks that good is single and alone in the middle of nowhere just ranching. Something's wrong with her. Anyway, I don't know how we got off on this. By the way, I'd wake up if you peed on me. That's the message I was trying to send. <laughs> I was wondering where we went. Yeah, I, I just, they peed on the Helen Hunt movie. They peed on the guy, and he didn't wake up. And I'm like, come on. That, that puts you out on the movie. Yeah. Whoa, that's Eric Idle. Well, maybe not now. <laughs> She's aging the same way as I thought. She looks very British. Like maybe a young Eric Idle. Like, so like here? Yeah, kind of that Eric Idle. Right, I'm I seeing something Eric Idly. I'm also seeing a little Downs. I'm not real sure. Well, that, yeah, that last, the current one is. Yeah, well, that's how she looks in the Ooh. movie. And she deserves to age poorly because of what she did to Tom Hanks. She looks a little like Pete Cummings. I don't know if anybody remembers <laughs> the great Pete Cummings, but she looks a little like Pete in some of those pictures. Although Pete's more attractive. Yeah, like I'd bang Pete first. A now little like Rocky stage. Dennis, too. There's a lot wrong with Helen Hunt. I, I, I lost all my caring for Helen Hunt when she did that to Tom Hanks. I left that movie and everybody was like, God, that was great. I'm like, I loved Castaway till the ending when, I mean, the dude had been through all that and she didn't even let him stay the night. It was raining. Nope, off you go. And you'll you'll be fine. Life. I know you can survive on your own. I'm like, hey, can I spend the night here? It's pouring. Uh, I want to see my house again. Nope, it's mine now. Me and Big from uh, Sex and the City own it. She was horrible to him. Moved on. And in real life, it. that kind of happened to her with what? her husband. That he died and came back? No, he basically left her. I mean, that whole thing was going I on. I he, didn't he was follow the Helen Hunt story as closely as you. His well, life. the only reason I knew that I think I think that was Helen Hunt. Our buddy was with her in a. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our friends named Helen Hunt. I forgot about that. It was a well, it was a couples rehab. Couples thing. Anonymous. Yeah. Kind of. But well, yeah, it was more of a jilted it lover. Therapy. It was jilted lovers therapy, and they all went on a retreat, and he had sex they with Helen off. Hunt a bunch. Really? Yeah. Pretty great. He came to my house once, and we just had mad about you on. We just fired it up there for a little very funny. Mike, is she coming? <laughs> or did she already? All right. Anyway. Yeah, I forgot what we were talking about, but don't pee on me when I sleep. I'll wake up and Helen Hunt's a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, the guy, and he's also peeing on the guys uh, when he pees on him in the movie. What's oh, called uh, I See You or something. I forget what the name of the movie is. He's peeing on the guy sleeping right on his underwear to make him feel like he's. Again. Like the warm water? Okay, no, not like the warm water. It's actually peeing on the guy's genitals. If he put his hand in warm water, I'd understand. Like, yeah, maybe that's yeah. soothing. You pee on my genitals. You touch my genitals while I'm asleep. I'm waking up. My cat gets on the bed. I'm up. You bite my feet and lay eggs in it. There's going to be a moment I'm like, what's going on? And then my other foot does some damage and starts squishing and grabbing. I was taking a lighter to his toes. Right. And then I've got, and then I got to worry more that I got diabetes and I don't feel things. Castaway's an interesting debate. Wait, it says the chick in Texas was single because the guy they showed earlier in the movie was the one that was uh, having an affair on her. I don't remember that part. What was it? Was oh, that got to break down Castaway now? Yeah, no, I'm not breaking anything down. Tom should have effed the crap out of her, and that's how the movie should have ended. I agree. Castaway would have been a lot better if she pulled over and just 
reverse cowgirl him right there in that Jeep Cherokee that his wife saved for him. The other guy in Castaway Spalding was a dentist. Uh, what type of loser dentist moves into a dead guy's house? Make your own money, prick. Was his name Spalding? I get. I don't know. I'm Sweet Wilson and Spalding. That thing in a long time. Come on. Wait, was Rawlings in the background? He was the uh, yeah. other guy, or what? I married an A2000. Wait a minute. You married Wilson the Glove? <laughs> it's between him and Franklin. <laughs> Wilson didn't make it. Wilson's still floating in the ocean, remember? Yeah. Yeah. That was, lost him on I the cried raft my the eyes out when Wilson fell off the raft and floated away. Drifted away. Oh, I cried like a baby. It was so sad. And then you realize, because, I mean, we got us, we got insight into what Chuck Noll and Tom Hanks was going through on that island. It wasn't easy. He took his own tooth out with an ice skate. It's uh, your teddy. That was Teddy. Teddy. Oh, I can't imagine Teddy floating off into the woods. You're going to make me cry now. All right, this guy. Holmberg. Tom Hanks knew the new husband. He was their dentist. I know. Meaning she was likely cheating on him the whole time. (laughs) That's what everybody keeps doing. That puts a new spin on things. Castaway. And Tom Hanks should have said, oh, whoa, were you my wife five years ago? I mean, were you in her mouth? Were you in her mouth? What the is going on? We'll John. have Jonathan Kite straighten it out this uh, Saturday night. Ask Tom Hanks. from. Uh, we'll bring up the castaway debate. John, she was a bitch. She also told yeah. him, you said you'd be right back. Yeah, she bitch blamed move. him. Yeah. She, that's another thing. Travis, huh? Travis is right. Is that gaslighting? My, it's horrible. Whatever it is, it's psychologically damaging. Probably gaslighting. Everything is. <laughs> I threw my hands up in the theater when she said, you said you'd be right back. Are you, are you nagging him? Are you up his ass right now? Just hug him. Blow him. Don't tell him you you said you'd be right back. Yeah, I wasn't. I was stuck. F*** you. I was in a horrible plane crash. She's trying to justify the five years. And she also tried to blame him that he was a workaholic. Oh, this castaway. It's 20 years later and I'm still mad. Yeah, which goes back to the guy bringing up the dentist. Boys, caught her eye. All right. And some people agree. This guy says, I would gladly accept my dead wife back into life. Sign Nathan Sutherland. Well, Nathan, you have a pension for that. Another email came in and said, she wasn't my wife, but I'd have sex with her again. Uh, signed, oh, jeez. Randy Bird. We all know it. I mean, I wasn't married to her, but you know, if she came back to life, I'd give her another poke. Uh, whatever. I can't watch Helen Hunt movies anymore. All I think about is this bitch from Castaway. And I don't know, Robert Zemeckis was the guy who, he should have been a little bit more friendly to men at the end of that movie. So yeah, that's what everybody thinks at the end of it. She was boning the dentist. I didn't even realize that was the dentist. Now I gotta watch that. Castaway, oh, it's so good. Four hour movie. It's so good though. Like Tom Hanks. I remember when it first, you know, when you see it in that wreck. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. Amazing. Just a great plane crash is great. Him on the island is great. And then when they return him, they just throw him right back into society. And I thought, oh, this is this is rough. And he goes to the first thing he does, I got to go see that wife of mine. All he did was look at her picture. It kept him alive. Had that stupid locket. Just, uh, that bitch is banging the dentist like an hour after the plane crash news. <laughs> Little oral exam immediately after the FedEx goes down. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, I digress. Yeah, I watched a movie with her in it over the weekend. It wasn't very good. It's a stray from it. I'm just saying. If you pee on me, I'm going to wake up. I guarantee it. Uh, it's 7.38. What do you got on the... Uh, Jesus, it's 7.38. Is that real? What do you got on the music thing? Let's All hurry. Right. <laughs> wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Uh, ski and snowboard season is here, and Action Ride Shop has got you covered. Whether you need... Uh, 
you know, you need all your gear uh, maintained, the full tune-up, base grind, edges sharpened, and hot wax, or if you just need new gear, head on over to Action Ride Shop, actionrideshop.com, or like I said, just go on over there to Gilbert Road in Southern. The boys are going to take care of you. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Mang just texted. He goes, do you realize the Castaway ended the same way as Seven with everybody going, what's in the box? <laughs> it's true. What was in the box? Uh, on the list, we've got Black Sabbath, uh, Buck Cherry, Highly Suspect, Deftones, Avenged Sevenfold, Stone Sour, uh, version of Love Gun for the big farewell, uh, Slipknot, Static X, Rammstein, Metallica, and somebody wanted Frank Stallone Far From Over for your Steelers. Oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> it is Far From Over. But they're, they're, look, I've known the whole time that's not a real good team. They've just been squeaking out wins because they're well coached by a, a dude that refuses to be anything better than 9-7. and seven. Or 9-8 and eight now. Oh, it's brutal. Rough. Uh, my buddy Hoffman texts, he says, uh, Kiss continuing to perform when I finally thought we were rid of them is another reason to hate technology. That is true, too. <laughs> AI ruining everything by keeping Kiss alive. Ugh. Mike Ice says, Helen Hunt was always an ex. Remember Twister? She was an yeah. ex there. She was, well, yeah, because look at her. She's not aging well. You're so going to unload that. Bitch, then. And thanks to Brett oh, for uh, making me fantasize that I was married to Dua Lipa for a little while and had to axe murder somebody. <laughs> actually, like, it ran through my head. I actually had a plan. Oh, Dua. What are you doing out there? Anyway. <laughs> All right. Like, who would it have to be for you not to take Medea back? Like, she comes banging on the door five years later. Margo. Margo Robbie's in. Yeah. You're married to Margo Robbie. Yeah. And she, like, how long would it, like two years. Medea comes back. She's covered in seaweed. I'm back, Brad, and I walked back to you. Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> you ever seen The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. And let me, best let part me is Margo's in her clothes, just lounging on the couch. You didn't even, like, throw her clothes. Just two gave, years. Gave it to Margo. <laughs> Man, that's a long time. Yeah, I it is. That's 24 full months. Two weeks, yeah. you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> You don't know the morning period, but, you know, it's the day. Yeah. So you're saying if, if Medea goes missing for like 48 hours, there's a good chance Margot Robbie shows up in your life. That's a, hey, you didn't call me. I, you know, you said you'd be right back. What do you want me to do? <laughs> right. We couldn't Come use on. that same line. Can you imagine if the roles were reversed in that you movie? You work too much. First off, W Castaway, if the girl's on the island missing. And she comes back, and the guy says, You said you'd be right back. Every woman would be like, Sss. They'd hiss and shame the screen. <laughs> They'd be like, What do you mean he'd say to be You bastard. If it was a guy who'd moved on, and then I saved your car, and now me and my new wife live in this beautiful house that you and I built together. Awful. It was a weekend trip with the girls. Look, you were away for 48 hours. <laughs> I no call, I, no, I, no, no. I tried to text you and said I was blocked. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought you were gone. It was the way I mourn. Get off my bag. My new wife doesn't do this. Here's your, married? here's your stuff. We got married yesterday. Well, how long for uh, Dua? Like if Megan just went to the store and didn't uh, call oh, two hours? hours. <laughs> yeah, if she's at Safeway too long, there's a chance of... <laughs> Look, if she's at Safeway too long and Dua Lipa shows up, it's the same thing as if I went out to Tactical Black and trained for a couple hours and come back and Jason Momoa's cutting the lawn, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm going to... I get it. I understand. I get it. I don't know how you met him that quick, but great job. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's in my house yeah. after I come back from, you know, the store. It's like, all right. Here's the thing. If if Megan's standing in the door and she's like, I'm leaving this Jason Momoa, I'm like, will you introduce me? I wouldn't even be really upset about the marriage falling. <laughs> can I get a selfie? Can, can I get an autograph? Do you mind if I take a picture with your new boyfriend? You're not even upset. It's Jason Momoa. This is cool. Case of tequila. I could never figure out what you were doing with me anyway. Give me an autograph and a picture. I'll sell it. If you don't mind, I'm going to dupe it and sell it. I'm keeping one for me. 
Thanks, Aquaman. Have fun. Just gently used. You're barely going to even know it was a thing. Yeah, anyway, what are you going to do? All right, pick one, Brett. Uh, I go off on Helen Hunt. She's driving me crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Monkey business look good, but Stone Sour's oh. love guns looking good, too. The other Skid Row is in town this week. They're here Friday. The one without Sebastian that supposedly has a singer that's incredible. I'm, I'm still... I'm, I'm still going to Sebastian. Trip asked me yesterday, would you be interested in that? And I'm like, to go? Eh, not really. To have him on the air? I don't think so at all. But maybe. I don't know. I might change my mind as the week goes on. Let's do a little monkey business. It's a great all song. Right. Never bad to play monkey business. It's uh, Slave to the Grind 1991. My goodness. Skid Row. It's the monkey business. Wake him up. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? We just got an email from a guy who said, uh, you're talking about the castaway thing. And if your wife came back, he goes, I can tell you as a widower, you're always uh, thinking that that day will come. You talk about it with your new wife. You tell every girlfriend you've ever dated. If she ever comes back, it's going to be hard for me, knowing that she isn't, in my case. Uh, but if my dear wife returns or shows up on my life, heads would roll. Signed, O.J. Simpson. My God, I didn't see that coming. If that bitch comes back from the dead, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, Dex, hey, Brady, how you doing? It's yours truly. I'll tell you right now that if my ex-wife returned from the dead... I mean, it would be like Ichabod Crane. She'd be holding her head under her under her arm. <laughs> I'd have to hack her up again. I mean, I'd have to hack her up again, as did someone once before. Hack her up. Right, it wasn't me. I just can't believe that. I was driving around looking for places to hide stuff, and I uh, heard you guys talking about that, and I thought, my goodness. Imagine if a dead wife came back. I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, but I mean, I don't have enough time in the day to kill her enough. I mean, how the bitch won't die. <laughs> you got to move on, Juice. You got to move on, Brady. I mean, I was back at, uh, I went from Bundy to Rockingham, and I had two dates along the way. I mean, I was covered in blood, but that's all right. <laughs> just pick a girl who's going through that time and just say it was her fault. You know, pass the blame. <laughs> Yeah, if Nicole showed up at my doorstep, uh, my porch would be a mess, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, just stop talking about dead wives coming back. That scared me. Sorry, Juice. That'll happen. Uh, it is uh, already 8.03. We're very late. That's my fault. It's Helen Hunt's fault. Again, she ruins another thing. This guy says, John, what are you talking about coming back from an island after five years? You always talk about your lack of skills. If the apocalypse came, you wouldn't make it long enough to even uh, come up with a raft to get around the island. That's probably true. But I will say this. I watched Castaway years ago and thought to myself, now that's the life. <laughs> that seemed like a pretty nice existence, you know, the isolation of it all, the beautiful views. The only problem I'd have is trying to find food. I'd eventually, I'd have never made it on Gilligan's Island because of all the coconut. I would have eaten. Oh, it'd been brutal. <laughs> I would have eaten the howls way before I'd have gone into the coconut that the professor was so. Nobody ever fished on Gilligan's Island. They just ate coconut. Well, they had they had some fruit. There's other fruits. They did a lot of coconut, and all their cups they were did. coconut. I mean, my bowl would have been Mrs. Howell's skull. 
I'd have gone, I'm not eating out of a coconut bowl. Blech. I could land on Almond Joy Island and be isolated and die of starvation. And speaking of uh, that in the Sherwood Schwartz world, I watched a rerun of the Brady Bunch the other day and realized that I'm old because I thought to myself, Mrs. Brady's hot. <laughs> I had an attraction to... Uh, Greg thought the same thing. Yeah, I know. She's put together. All right, you're old too. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've never—that was the first time in my life, and I haven't watched the Brady Bunch forever. It was season one, episode two, and uh, I was like, eh, "That's early on." Really, yeah. early on. the kids are very young, and uh, I'm looking at Mrs. Brady, and I'm like, "Florence Henderson had a, she was good." Did she have that mom mullet on the not yet, too? Not that yet. was okay. No, no, she had a nice quaff. She had a big puffy head of hair, and I thought to myself, "Pretty nice." And then I realized that Alice was 43 years old. She looks like seventy. I know. Horrible. <laughs> it's painful. I don't know how Florence. She might have been in her thirties, but she looked good. And then I realized, oh my god, I'm of the age where the mom oh of the Brady Bunch is the hot one. I used to think it was between Jan and Marsha, but no, no, no. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at. Hooters, and it is Monday, Monday Night Football at Hooters. Football is on, so start your week off right and catch the game at Hooters. Not a bad game, I guess the Bengals without their quarterback kind of in there. Jags are a team to look out for. They could upend the entire setup in this weird referees control too much of the game's football season. That game last night ended, and the Chiefs, I don't ever say this, were absolutely robbed by a no-call. They're calling everything. They're flagging just about everything. At the end of the game, it's like, wait a minute. You just tackled him. The ball wasn't even ended completely because the refs blew it. That should have gone on. The Chiefs should have had a shot from the five. But they didn't. They didn't. They held their flags. But, yeah, we'll see. The Jags could do some damage. Uh, they're playing the Bungles tonight. Check out the football specials. $4 off 20 wings of any variety. Uh, just go to Hooters, watch the game, and tell them the Brady Report sent you. Brady Report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Cookie Day. All cookies. No nuts. No raisins. No raisins. That's not a cookie. That's a dare. But raisins and cookies. Yuck. Healthy stuff in cookies is bad. Fruit. What are you doing? Knock it off. Chocolate chips. More sugar. Uh, maybe some cinnamon. What do you get those? Sugar cookies. Get that. No. Peanut butter's all right. Yeah, peanut butter's okay, but I still don't like I prefer. Snickerdoodles are good. But no fruit. No raisins. Oatmeal's a stretch. They have to be perfect to be good. Yeah, straight up oatmeal, good. Yeah, one. but then oh, a lot of times they put raisins really in the oatmeal. Right, cookies. they screw them up by putting raisins in there. Couple of basis fun facts: the word care and care package was originally an acronym for cooperative for assistance and relief everywhere. Huh. An organization called CARE started in 1945 to send packages of food to starving people in Europe after World War II. Nice. It was a cooperative. I like that word. Lake Maracaibo in Venezuela gets hit by lightning approximately 300 times a year. I think it's Maracaibo, but you could be right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's right. I think I've heard it before. Maybe maybe both wrong. Four out of every five days. Oh, they were playing. The Cardinals and Steelers were evidently playing there yesterday because they couldn't stop the game enough. JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Jack Ruby all died at the same hospital. Yeah. Parkland Memorial in Dallas. 
I didn't know this. JFK died there, obviously, after right. Oswald shot him. Os- Oswald died after Ruby shot him. And Ruby died there from lung cancer. Yeah, because he was right down the street from the jail. And they stuffed him in there when he had his cancer. The cowardly lion costume in The Wizard of Oz was made out of real lion skin. <laughs> what? That's not real. That's a lie. <laughs> Are you playing which one of Brady's stories isn't true? Because that's the one. They skinned a lion for The Wizard of Oz. Well, they used a lion skin. I'm not sure that's they went skin out. and a lion. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know if you can just say they used a lion skin and but not I'm call just it saying, skin and I'm a lion. I'm not sure that they did it on the. What did they do it for? If it ended up in the hands of the Wizard of Oz, well, anybody, got a, anybody got a skinned lion we can borrow, or do they do it for? Hey, Fred's that? got one <laughs> down the street. All right, yeah. yeah. So one of the crew. we go over to his house and ask him if we can borrow it for a movie shoot. No, in the 1930s. Some zoo. That's back in the day when they those Tarzan movies. They skinned a lion for the Wizard of Oz. That's probably why at the end of movies it says no animals were hurt during it because they exactly. Wizard of Oz skinned lions to make sure it didn't look that authentic. Really, I guess the mane. It was skinned from face down. Yeah. I thought it would just be like the outfit, and then they put on a big fuzzy <laughs> man. You think they just cut his face off? <laughs> Stuff Bert Lahr in there and pull it up. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. Is you know, it his you tail? Could. If it's a male lion, you definitely want to. Wouldn't his face be huge compared to Bert Lahr's face? Yeah, but you uh, would wear it over the head. They'd trim it up, would you? <laughs> They'd tailor, They'd tailor, They'd tailor it, to, it up. to your needs. <laughs> From uh, African safari, big and tall. <laughs> that is horrifying. Why can't we just do a fake lion suit? People will know. It's color, you see. It's Hollywood. It's the first color movie that's really... Just do the real lion. Skin the zoo lion. I need more of this. I got questions. There's. That's not an interesting fact. That's an investigation. Whose lion was it? Why was it just hanging around in the first place if they didn't just skin the zoo lion to get it done? Yeah, imagine the wardrobe department sewing that one up. They tried to kill Buddy Epson. He was the original Tin Man, and the paint was real paint, and it was it was clogging up his pores. Uh, he was suffocating. <laughs> so they moved on to another guy who wasn't so sensitive. That's a real lion outfit. I don't buy it. That is not. The lions don't bunch up in the hands like that. That's fabulous. Well, that's arm, maybe. He was fat lion. Man. When do the lions have jury curls up in their mane, too? I mean, that's, I don't know that's about right. that. So, yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not the mane, but the mane. After, like the ma- the shoulders. after the makeover, there's yeah. no way. No, Brady's right. Look, they just took his face off. Got <laughs> his face right out. That's a real lion's mane. <laughs> Google it at work today and check. <laughs> so the main there's is the no way part. that's a real lion. Even if it's shoulders, it's all bunched up like cloth. There's the whole thing. That is not a real lion. Oh man, <laughs> you want to defend your terrible story? That is no <laughs> that way. Is a fun fact, that John. That is a real lion. <laughs> that is gross if it is. Because come on, you're lying. You're lying about me. <laughs> going to snope it. <laughs> I wish we were in a real lion suit. <laughs> Did it, after that story in parentheses, Brady, does it say ha ha? Nope. All right. LOL. No gotcha. 
That is not, there's no way that's real lion skin. If it is, great job making it look like a big teddy bear outfit. Maybe lion fur, but like lion yeah, skin. I, mean, I don't know. Well, about that's that. what the. Hmm. You can take you can your maybe fur off the, and then like the sprinkle mane. it on with glue. You're big on that mane. You still think that's the mane? He's 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 digging. Yeah, he's dig digging. it in. You're digging in. You're putting your heels in on this one. Okay, we are the one with the fun facts. It says uh, the cowardly lion's costume was weighed almost a hundred pounds and was made with real lion pelts, plural. So they sewed a bunch together, so they killed yeah. multiple lions. His, <laughs> his hefty tail was attached to a square block inside the lion's backside. You can see it as he and the Tin Man scale the cliff. And the it's an MGM castle. movie, for God's sakes. They were there. Multiple it, lions. Was the lion represented so the entire this company? Fun fact is misleading. Did they They're saying every one of them that they had in, in, in Leo. Did they had Leo that before the movie? Did they just skin him for it? Oh my god! What if we found out that was my the childhood is destroyed? According to, I just read that they actually uh, for the. Um, Kevin Costner, JFK. They skinned JFK for that, and he wore his outfit. <laughs> okay, so it says, uh, the story came to light when the auction site Bonhams, where the costume was being sold, someone dug through the description of Burt Lars signature costume, and they discovered a surprising and potentially upsetting piece of information. The costume uh, was constructed of real lion skin and fur. The attire was oh reportedly God. made from a wide mix of human hair and lion fur and oh. hide. With they the hair and the human part. Yeah. With the hair and the mane meat. coming from the former, while the body and the fur itself, including on the feet, came from the latter. Oh, my God. By the way, the lion skin in, uh, in uh, Coming to America, also very real. The thing that was around James Earl Jones. <laughs> 400, the ruby eyes. 400 pounds, the lion head. Oh, is that velvet? Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Don't touch the lion. Also, the uh, skin lions for the uh, live version of Lion King. Right. And the play. Oh, well, the play especially. Oh, uh, if you put your Christmas tree up yesterday, you did it right. That's right. No, Sunday is the first day of the Advent. That's right. We're tw- the Advent calendar. 24 days, right? Yeah, most of them use the excuse to uh, eat chocolate now. And the, what? Each day. Each day off. used to oh, be a message oh, from the gotcha. Lord yeah, Jesus. Right. Whatever. The traditional Advent varies by year, but always starts four Sundays before Christmas. Usually between November 27th and December 3rd. All right. Per tradition, it's when you're supposed to open the first door of your calendar. Today or yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, I never cared about the Advent calendar until I found out there were chocolates in there. I'm not going to read a little message. It's a ripoff. It's like the Ovaltine in Christmas Story. It's a commercial? Police in Battle Creek, Michigan, have been investigating a house where everyone overdosed on drugs. It was Thanksgiving celebration. Oops. At least 10 people were found unresponsive with decreased breathing. Amazingly, emergency responders were able to rescue all of them, even though some of them required Narcan to resuscitate. Wow. The health department says they thought they were all doing cocaine. I know what it is. But it was laced with something, probably fentanyl. It was pit turkeys from local teens. <laughs> Might have contributed to the family overdose. They are also drinking, which didn't help. 
And they also ate pit turkeys from local teens. Like I told you, those kids are putting fentanyl in everything nowadays. You can't trust them to cook your food. I don't know who called 911 yet, but maybe someone in the house had enough sense to save some room for leftovers. Sure. Got this dude in Florida. Um, he is working for a trucking company, and it's a transport service. So he's in a van that day transporting four prisoners to another jail. He was on I-40, and in the middle of the drive, he's like, you know what? I'm done with this job. I quit. And leaves the van. Like uh, John Winger in Stripes. He just (laughs) parked the car on the bridge and left. Done with this. You know what? I'm going to take you or your bags to the airport. He's charged with five counts of felony, second-degree kidnapping. Feeling a little woozy. <laughs> Should have been all that cough syrup I drink. <laughs> you know what, lady? You're right. I don't feel like taking you, I love that line, or your bags to the airport. And he throws the keys over the bridge. It's just a great moment. Everybody's felt that even when you were young. By the way, uh, Corey Lyons has emailed, not about the lion thing. Oh. So there's some dark stuff that went on behind the scenes at the Wizard of Oz. Uh, you know, they made Judy Garland take crystal meth to be alert enough to for the filming. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that too. <laughs> they killed a midget. Uh, they made Judy Garland a drug addict. She was going down that road anyway. Were, she probably brought the meth. They were filming like 48 hours in a row. Well, they had to make up time for all yeah. the goofs. It was a disaster, that movie, until it finally started making money years later. A Tennessee church, a Tennessee church initially, a Methodist establishment, converted into a new place of worship was discovered housing a massive marijuana grow operation. Following extensive weeks-long investigation by the Stewart County Sheriff's Office, acting on complaints from neighbors about an unusual odor from the church. It's on Highway 46. I don't know where that is. seems superfluous. They're an Indian mound. Okay. Um, They um, Hmm. took a task force, a drug task force, and teamed up with them, secured a search warrant, Inquiry uh, prompted by suspicious raised by uh, locals. They're huh? saying these aren't words. Are you all right? The inquiry prompted by suspicions <laughs> oh, raised by the locals okay. revealed that the church, despite its religious transformation, was cultivating hemp. Yeah, uh, hemp or the. Well, I mean, I know it's well. They were cultivating but... hemp. The other uh, little things that raised suspicions was utility bills. Uh, exposing an electric bill, approximately three grand monthly, and a notably high water bill. So you can't grow pot if you're a church? Tennessee, it's still illegal. Oh, okay. They're one of the other 11 states yet to legalize marijuana. By the way, Scott Haynes just emailed and said, interesting fun fact about a Christmas story, the bunny suit was real bunny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Natural pink. Skinned rabbits. I wish that was real. What was that thing Kyler Murray was wearing yesterday? Was that skinned skinned cotton candy, I think, is what he wore in? What the hell did he have on? I wanted to take a piece and just, it looked delicious. He obviously dressed himself, man, and Sir didn't help (laughs) him yesterday. This is what happens when you let a child dress himself. I know he's got the win. It it tipped the cap. He's still Webster. He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be, look at this, he should not be allowed <laughs> to dress himself. What is that? Mint and pink? He looks toasty warm. Uh, he looks like the top's on backwards and he's in shorts. Looks like he's going to the Premier Wonka. He does. <laughs> he looks like he's going to float away. He licked the wallpaper, ate the soup. A poll asked thousands of people 
what they what would they do if they found a thousand dollars on the ground? Keep it. Forty seven percent of the people say they'd keep it if no one else was around. Yep. Women are slightly more likely to say they'd keep it than men. They're just liars. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I found a wallet and it had six dollars in it recently and some credit cards. And I opened it up and I went through it and there were three IDs in there. A woman, a man, and a different person. Interesting. And so I was going to return it, but I also felt like I was part of a crime. So I just it's still sitting <laughs> on my counter. It's only six bucks. And you can redo your credit cards. But just know I haven't used your credit cards, so you're safe. But I found the wallet, and I was like, I'll return. I was, I'm going to be a good human being. And I opened it up, and there were IDs in it that I intended to return it until I found that second hatch of IDs. And they're all in their 30s. There's a woman. Who keeps their, like... And what they weren't like, by, the same at least by name, they weren't related. Different addresses, hmm. and then a third ID in there of some other guy. I'm like this is man, that is a. So I just kept it. <laughs> I'm not, I, didn't, I, I was going to put it in the mail. I'm thinking about maybe toss it now. Now that I've, I should bring it in and take pictures and goes if if any of the people involved in this photograph is missing their wallet. They also broke it down by cities and found that the the most honest city was Jacksonville, Florida. 62% said they'd hand it over. <laughs> the other honest cities included L.A., L.A., Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Atlanta. But the most dishonest cities, assuming it's dishonest Gilbert, to Arizona. keep it, Chicago, Detroit, Memphis, oh, yeah. New Orleans. And all three, just 38% say they'd hand it over. Well, nobody, in any, cities, no, nobody in any of those cities has $1,000. There's no Baltimore way that, was the uh, yeah. Most. yeah. Those are poor, awful cities. And then you find a thousand dollars, you're moving out. You're getting two greyhounds, and you're taking you and the wife and leaving the kids. <laughs> In Rainier, Washington, they had a city council election last month. Two guys running for the seat: Damian Green and Ryan Roth. We're talking about it a month later because they had to do a recount. Ryan won by one single vote. 247 to 246. Here's why he won. Damien could have won, but he, he didn't vote for himself. <laughs> well, he, he wasn't felt the best it was man. too narcissistic. What a dumb idiot. <laughs> He's going to run again next time. Right, He's going to vote for himself this time. Well. well, it depends on who's running against him, you know. <laughs> Maybe a guy better. Got another dude in Florida. He is uh, just named JD. He's trying to collect one million copies of Titanic on VHS. I saw this idiot on the news this weekend. He's got he's got a lot already. Were he's there got one million copies? Two thousand four hundred and seventy-seven. Yeah. Is he building something with him? What's he doing? Uh, yeah, he just wants to reach a million, which would be around one in twenty-five copies that have existed. They made twenty-five million. Well, they made twenty-five million of those. Wow. Um, he claims he already has the world's largest collection. Convinced of it. Of the Titanic yeah. soundtrack on Sunday. No debate. Here's the other I thing. He's right. The, the VHS is double, too. Here's the other thing. If you told me I have a million copies of Titanic, I'd take your word for it. I don't need like to go see your garage of it. Wait, did you do you say it's a two-tape yes. thing? Yes. I guess so. It's yeah. a three-hour Brady's movie. the only person in the world who, and it would have to still be in his neighborhood, who said, you want to see my collection of a million Titanic VHSs? <laughs> Who would actually go, sure, because he wants the new friend's house. He wants to take a look in your place. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy would stab Brady to death and say, I don't have any movies. That's stupid. Why would I do that? 
<laughs> curiosity. You're an idiot. Uh, yeah. well, I just want to go see your spread. <laughs> Somebody else is collecting. But if a guy told me right now, hey, you want to come over? I'm three houses down. I've got a million copies of Titanic. I'm like, I don't have one. Uh, so we're different people. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see that. First I believe all, you. First of all, why do you still have VHS, pal? <laughs> right. What the hell's your problem? Yeah, what are you doing? I don't even have a VCR. No. That's, this is silly. You don't want to see a million copies like of Titanic? four by 3 format. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no need to see one copy of Titanic. I've seen it several times. I can download it. If you're interested in participating in this and you have a copy, I've got an address for you to send Great. it to. Great. Fire it off. B. Bogan at 98kupd.com. <laughs> Brady will hand deliver it to his new friend. You should see this guy spread. One to rock and one to Sweet. stock. He likes to watch and he likes to keep it, keep it in his garage. It's in the box, too. You guys be blown away. Mint. I wouldn't be blown away. I'd be blown away that guy hasn't hung himself. Find a better interest. I just... Uh, Mint. I discovered... Mint made me laugh. Mint! Well, what else would they be? I don't know. Awesome, though. <laughs> This could go good with the sauce moto. Uh oh. You know when you're reaching into your middle sauce console moto. and you got you have napkins and they're kind of stuffed over sure. there. Sure. We all console? can. Re- we can all relate to this. The Chipotle <laughs> napkin holder goes on the visor of your car. Right, stop it, Fat America! Quit it. <laughs> they cost thirty bucks, but they stop sold it. out of them. Stop it! You're turning your. <laughs> it's into a small kitchen. There's no need for this much eating while you drive. Texting is nothing compared to the people pounding Chipotle. When they put them up there, immediately it's sold out. A napkin dispenser. <laughs> Just go kill yourselves. Yeah. They are, slowly, yeah. Brett. We don't have to worry about that much longer. <laughs> Did you see the Chipotle? It's a bowl with a fork. You're driving. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you doing? Be honest, Brady. When's the last time you fork and knife something on the freeway? Yes, yesterday? Day before? When are we looking? I also think you bought into the magic. I don't think they sold one. I don't either. They put it out to say yeah. that they sold out. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's for extra napkins for your hogging while you're driving. And they got a thin hipster driving like he's going to drive. Yeah. And they're, antis- they're like saying, well, why wouldn't you have this uh, for when you're parking and eating in it? Go inside the Chipotle. Did you see they had to clarify that it's not made of leather? Right, yeah, because they want to make sure. And while you're eating dead chicken, they want to make sure that you're you're not getting upset about (laughs) the thing that died to make your napkin dispenser. Do like everybody else and just put it on the, take it out of the bag, wipe your mouth, put it back in the bag, and throw the bag out. You got a little silverware drawer in there now, a can opener. What's going on? Look in the mirror and realize you need to slow down, not add. Got a couple of radio videos. Oh, boy. First one's a dude in uh, Norway that has the world record uh, jump into frozen water. It's 132 feet. Ice sheets in the water underneath this cliff. So he throws a chunk of ice first. Look how he lands this thing. He doesn't go. This is like it. He throws it to to to, ripple the water. Yeah, ripple the water. Now he jumps out. But he's not going in. Oh, no. He's going. Oh, belly flop. Kind of. He falls up at the end. (laughs) No. Yes, go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. Let's go! That's insane. I picture this happening every morning in Norway. Yeah, this is a job. <laughs> Maybe not from this height, but I picture yeah. this happening every It's morning. a game they play in Norway called I'll Get It. Yeah. And they just throw an ice block off a cliff. And... No! The best part is, A, how did they get up there? 
Bjorn, where B, are you going? There's a dude and that's in a, a boat. major platform. Dude, yeah. Oh no, this is like this is a regular spot. <laughs> they carved that out. That's not a natural platform. Yeah, what is that? How is that position? That, that is he a jumps in. That is like jumping <laughs> off Yosemite in that flat faced part, Capitan. And it's like two degree water. Oh, easy. Don't go to war with that country. They're better than us. We I might have done this people. one before, but I figure since. I don't think so. To it's celebrate one, the uh, first day of. Wearing a church. The advent calendar. We're, yeah. Uh, we're staring at the Lord Jesus floating above in a dress. He's transvestite, sexy, evidently. Sexy white Jesus. Yeah, sexy white Jesus in a dress. They never talk about that. They're dipping into the tabernacle. I, I think he's getting some wine. Here comes. Uh, oh, 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 Father, Father hits the down. He's down. Oh, full Biden. Oh. And he's out. Full Biden. He's out. He full Biden. No help by any of the older boys. Well, let Jesus They help. should know better. No, they know better they than know help better. him. <laughs> no, the rule is, Brady, you don't touch him. He touches you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Boy, for a group of people that sure hate these transvestites, they love wearing dresses. <laughs> so this All is right. a, a from a guy named uh, at Trigger Happy. Oh, okay. The uh, at Trigger Trigger Happy V One Man. All right. He's in a car. Just V One. Girl no man. grabs a, the gun. Yeah. And it goes off into his skull. Oh, he kills himself. Just, he oh, survived. Jesus. This is a John Morant's friends. Oh, she just cocked the gun. Don't no do clip. it. Oh, she shot him right in the head. He's done. He's done. Oh, my God. He survived. Oh, what? Here's the after uh, picture of the survival. Do you have that, Toledo? Oh, my They're God. They're hanging out with him. There he is. With he's half a little, his uh, oh, he's not right filter. anymore. <laughs> and oh, the, my Lord. And they Jesus. did catch up with the girl who they all ran out of the car. Sure, you run when you shoot somebody in the head. And good news, she got out for good behavior. She oh, said he good. got out. He she made his own logo. Are they still like. dating? He does. He's got a shirt with his big lumpy head on it with a crown now. Well, he's like King James, only probably someone I would tolerate more. Got to teach the littles how to uh, you know, how to operate. <laughs> she was to serve 10 years. Yeah. yeah, his new name in the gang is Lumpy, though. Yeah. He looks like a soul singer that's right in the middle of a high note. But he never stops making that face. Man. She is. She, she racked that thing and starts waving it around. Those guys didn't budge. Oh, my Lord. Oh, they budged after it went well, off. The way to go. He was moved. <laughs> that a bitch. Listen, I gotta go. I'm, I'm a skeptic, but the quote here, he's making an impressive recovery and then well, followed up with, hold on, followed up with relearning how to control his limbs and write. Look, he can talk relatively normally again. Look, when you see a bullet go into a guy's head at point blank range, the fact he's blinking is a good recovery. Yes, that's impressive, yeah. but he's man. up. He's up at a barbecue. Oh, he I mean, he'll flip you off. Yeah, he throws his middle finger up, and that's probably what do you want to say to the girl that shot you? That might be automatic. <laughs> My God. All right, Bert, what do you got? All right, I'll make these quick here. All right. That's horrible. <laughs> Start off with a little uh, little surveillance video, some OSHA. All right. Another work, work-related work yes. incident. Be careful at work is the, uh, oh, geez, we're in a some sort of pipe thing, and the pipes are a little wobbly. There's a big hole. They're going to roll. Oh, he's going oh, over. Minute. One's rolling. Oh, one's rolling. It's a big pipe. He's down in a hole. Where is he? He's gone. And no, oh, he's oh, back. Yeah. Oh! Oh, and a, 
A big pipe is rolling. Oh. He fell in a hole, and as he gophered his head back up, the pipe rolled and cut his head right off. Oh, operacio com tubo ciudado. So he's walking these big steel pipes, and he's pulling one. He falls, saved himself here. falls in a hole, and then he's like, I got to get out of here. Puts his head back yeah. up, and oh, it's whack-a-mole. Oh, it's whack-a-Mexican. Oh, and, uh, oh that's horrible. This one you got to be careful when you're lane splitting on a motorcycle. Oh, my God. Oh, this is always bad. You went biking. Did you do any lane splitting this no. weekend? Okay, I hate that. All right. 140 oh, yeah. miles an this, hour. This guy is full. Have we seen this one? Uh, we seen this one? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, this is a good one. Oh, We've seen always... some like it. That's why I didn't know. I couldn't remember. If this one. Oh, lane split. He's going. He's doing really well, though. Till now. Right oh, yep. God. He's and then the truck drags him. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's horrible. So where was the camera? On the back of the bike? No, it's on his on helmet. his helmet, I think. It's got a fisheye. It's just got yeah. a fish Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. my God. It looked like someone was, like, right in back yeah. of him. And uh, there's more. Ooh. Is this it? Hang on a second. I think this is it. Uh, this one will remind you back to the silver box days. The what? silver box? What's when, a silver uh, box? When old Yellow Hand went in. Oh, oh, and oh, so the silver mm-hmm. box in restaurants. We always mm-hmm. talk about the silver box of tampons. Oh, oh, I don't want to know right, the tampons right, right, in restaurants right. that oh. uh, the ladies are. Ah. Oh, oh, they're going through the. Oh, ah. Ah. it's a guy reaching through a public he's, restroom no. and he's in the jelly roll. He's in the trash and he's he's licking a, an old tampon, an old fruit pad. Ah. Yeah, it's a fruit roll up. It's. Ah. 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 Oh, that's the worst one. Top 10. Oh, top 10. Oh. Top 10 of 2023. Add it. <laughs> oh, that's the kickoff to the party on Saturday. God. That's a keeper, Jim. That's Japan. Whoa. Is it? There's kids nearby. Oh, God. Watch it go out there. You're right. Toledo's right. It's a fruit roll-up. Oh, my God. Oh, that's the worst one. What is hanging off the side there? Don't ask. <laughs> so we'll end there. All of it, society, <laughs> mankind. End it now. Oh. oh. Whew. That was rough. I figured I'd start off easy with the beheading. Call you know, it the and silver just... box, because that was what we used to have to clean at Tony Roma's and the ladies. And we'd let that thing stuff until it was overflowing. The visual of that full box of tampons in the ladies' room. And poor John Rodriguez. <laughs> Yellow hand had to clean the silver box. Oh. Brett. <laughs> Worse still, it was a five pad. It was a big pad, oh. and it was cut, covered in that. It was a Schumer. Brownish red liquid. Oh. The sloughing. So much sloughing. <laughs> Thanks, eggs. Okay, that's enough. There goes the Brady Report. I need a bath. It's 98. What's wrong with you? Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? All right, there you go. A little ACDC for you. Hopefully their holograms will come to a city near you someday like Kiss. Uh, and all you Cardinal fans, uh, popping your heads up right now. You don't even realize that you screwed yourselves winning yesterday. Yes, the Cardinals beat a very flawed team that is up and down all over the place this year. We don't know what's going on. Uh, but congratulations, Cardinal fans. But I'm not even bothered by the loss as much as I am the incredible stupidity of yesterday's game. The, 
the damn lightning delays and everything else. I mean, this is a game that's played for, like, George Carlin's old things, the War Memorial Stadium, and it's Soldier Field, and the gridiron, and the aerial attacks, and this is a man's sport. There's lightning in the area. We're going to have to call a timeout and just get everybody safe. Can you ever imagine telling Joe Green, Jack Lambert, uh, the men of yesteryear, Lyle Alzado, all the greats from yesteryear. Uh, hey, guys, we're going to have to take a little time out. There's lightning in the area. They'd have been like, get the fans out of here. We're playing the game. Can you imagine, uh, like we talked about off the air a little bit, the uh, John Facenda of NFL Films. The Green Bay Packers took the field in below freezing temperatures that had the stadium frozen. There was a 38-minute delay for safety's sake. Would never have happened. Coach, we think it's too cold for play. Bart Starr complained of a very cold hand. The referees congregated for over 11 minutes before deciding it was just too cold for men to play the game. Lightning in the area had everyone scared. The coaches agreed no more football that day. The ice ball. It's legendary. It wasn't safe. They didn't have heaters under the grass. They were playing on a sheet of ice. Player safety never came to mind for that. Jack Lambert made a tackle and then lightning struck within three miles. Local meteorologists said it was too dangerous to continue. Lawyers concurred. The teams left the field for over 45 minutes. Rogue bolt. (laughs) A rogue bolt of December lightning scared everyone out of their chairs. This isn't what we watch football for. I don't know why you guys are surprised. I mean, you got you got chicks on the field now and Taylor Swift at You're the right. games. I mean, what, what else do you expect? The female referee crying her makeup yeah. right off her face suggested the game be postponed. Brett's right. We started adding broads yep. to the field, and the next thing you know, we're taking time off for rain. <laughs> that static would mess with their hair. Yeah. Complaining of the humidity and puffy hair, she could not get her referee's cap over her said quaff. The game was delayed until the humidity had dropped below 40%. Her makeup was running and she just felt bloated. Why in the world are we playing this game? The NFL concurred. Stupid. Raiders, imagine Kenny Stabler going, hey, let's take a little break. It looks like rain. Nobody, kids don't do that. You had to be called in. Get in here. It's pouring rain. You're going to get sick. They didn't care about lightning. When the Broncos took the field in Denver, there were 14 feet of snow. The game was canceled for safety. Never! A snowplow did its best, but no one could see a thing. The Fog Bowl in Chicago. No delay! Nothing's better than the December games where there's a couple of them all of a sudden the snow starts coming. Snow starts coming down. Lightning struck the field and eight men died. In 1965, they just cleared the men off the field and continued. Broom it off so we can kick that winning field goal. Remember, that was the (laughs) the Dolphins and the Patriots, and they did the just sweep it up so the guy can at least put the ball down on the ground. One of the greatest scams in football history occurred on a snowy field, which was the tuck rule game. Yep. In 2023, that wouldn't happen. When the snow gets over two and a half inches, 
The players complain that their cleats won't grip the turf. The game was postponed. <laughs> You'd never hear John Facenda say that. Ever. Ever. I mean, for Christ's sake, Ryan Shazier's spine stopped working and they just took a little break to... All right, all right, you're in. Vince Williams is in. That's it. We're good. Lightning was longer. <laughs> yeah, lightning was a longer delay than when a dude's spine left him. And then last year and the year before, it all started to change. Damar Hamlin's little heart that couldn't. The game was postponed. Never in tough guy Facenda voice would you have ever seen that. Dave Casper chased the holy roller for a long time, but then got winded. Complained of his asthma. The game was postponed. Stop stopping football for weather. Part of the fun of it is that East Coast teams playing garbage and these West Coast teams struggle with it. It's perfect. You don't see, uh, you know, dome teams rolling into New York and the snow's falling. You're like, they've got an, the, the Giants suck, but they might win this game because of the weather they play in this. They're not asking Ronnie Lott if we should uh, delay the game at all. No. Ronnie Lott cut his <laughs> goddamn finger off to keep playing. <laughs> the Buccaneers were O for their franchise until the early 2000s in games below 36 degrees. They could not do it. They'd go to Green Bay twice a year, or uh, once a year, and would lose every time because if they were scheduled in November, December, Green Bay's like, we got this one, no matter how good the Bucks were. Due to frigid temperatures and unacclimated Floridians, the game was postponed as Tampa Bay suggested they play in a more thrilling climate. It was moved to a dome. Dumb. I liked it in the old days of the NFL when dudes would die right there in the field and they'd just scoop them up. Game kept going. You never knew what happened. Lawyers. They've ruined the sport. So Cardinals, congratulations. Broads. Broads. Yeah, I forgot. Brett's right. Broads. Maybe more so than lawyers. Because you know why? If there weren't broads on the field, lawyers would never get calls. Because dudes would just know. You tell mean Joe Green, hey, we're going to postpone if there's some lightning within a couple miles and it's going to pass over the stadium. We're worried about the fans getting struck. And Joe Green would be like, why don't the fans go hide then? <laughs> yeah, get the fans out of here. Yeah. We'll keep playing. We're, we'll be fine. The odds of us getting hit are low. Baseball makes sense because the ball could slip out of somebody's hand and smash a face and kill a guy. And besides that, the sport doesn't do well in rain. It's ugly and it doesn't perform. And baseball's easy. You can just reschedule it. By the time the Warriors took the field, the 30-minute delay had worn out their muscles. A hamstring stretch was required. 30 more minutes delayed. Even if they lost, I don't know, the half the team, guys would go both ways. I mean, lightning strikes a bench. Lightning struck the field. 14 players were dead. And that meant one thing. Iron Man play. <laughs> Didn't mean anything. We left funerals later. We got enough? Yeah. The winds were heavy, and the kickers complained. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Lightning in the area. Meteorologists were worried. It's December in Pittsburgh. Lightning's not hitting the ground. And if it does, it would be cool. What are you going to do? 
That drove me nuts. But Cardinal lightning fans, struck. The Cardinals yeah, won. Yeah, lightning did strike. That's for sure. But congratulations, Cardinals. You got a nice win yesterday. Even though it screwed up your draft status, it does nothing. The Steelers are still in the playoffs somehow in that hunt. Although they lost so many players yesterday for the season that it doesn't matter now. Uh, anyway, I also have to say over the weekend on Saturday, we're not doing the Guadalupe replay because of uh, Helen Hunt, really. But the uh, um, it again. Uh, yeah, I, Saturday I went to uh, Feed Our Nation's charity. My friend Janny from Africa has this. We all are buddies with Janny, and he puts this together uh, to help out. Uh, you know, He's got a great charity. It's an awesome thing, and it was over at Boulders on Broadway. So I popped by with my dog, Bus. Now, the whole point of this charity event is to have like a little Santa Claus thing. They call it Bad Santa. A friend of mine named Rick, who has tattoos all over his body, dresses up as Santa. He's got gauges in his ears. It's a funny-looking Santa Claus. Rick took it too far this year. So I'm sitting there with Rick. Rick's beard smells like beer. He's drinking. He's having a good time. Santa's a little bit toasted. We're at this nice charity thing. There's families there. just kind of enjoying the patio. I've got Bus, my dog, and Bus is just a people magnet. And kids especially start loving on Bus. So Bus comes in, and he's sitting on my lap. I'm sitting next to Rick the Santa Claus. Rick takes his beard off and his hat because it's kind of warm. And he creates a core memory for these kids that will never be forgotten because they come up. Five, six years old. Can we pet your dog? I'm like, yeah. And the mom's like, he's so adorable. What a cute face. I'm like, uh, I got to warn you, if you get too close to his face, you're getting licked. And the kids are like, eee. And uh, they lean in and Bus starts to kiss in the kids' faces. And it's just great and everything else. And then in the background, Santa says, you want me to put my beard back on or some <laughs> like that or what for the kids? <laughs> I'm like, hey, Rick, core memory. These kids just heard Santa cuss and he smells like beer. What? God damn it. Put your beard back on. You want to put my beard back on or some sh- Is that for a picture? Or Yeah, Santa, this is what they want to remember forever. <laughs> Drunken desert Santa. But it was a nice event other than Rick getting blasted as Santa Claus. Except one year those kids will remember. Oh, it's going to be the one where they ask questions on the way home and mom just goes, that wasn't really him. Don't, that was a. He was sick. It was an impossible. Yeah. I want to say this helper, and he's going to lose his job. He might end up in rehab. That, Santa might end up putting him in rehab. You cost mom and dad more money. <laughs> they got to pad it with gifts. That was a That's great it. year. That's it. Santa brought you a, a, a flight of uh, four peaks. Who <laughs> would put my beard on or some <laughs> for the picture? Like Rick, come on, they're sick. He has no idea. He does. <laughs> he's just bad. Who won't bad Santa? I'm like, put your beard on. Knock it off. <laughs> The kids don't want a photo with you after that. They want a picture with the dog. Put the beard on the dog. But it was funny, and I died laughing. So thank you to Janny for a wonderful charity event, and sorry about your Santa Claus losing it. Made Billy Bob Thornton look good. Uh, we got a What Would Brady Do coming up in just moments. If you want a quick hitter, you can fire him over. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. That's how that works. We'll find out how Brady solves your problems next. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. Rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? What would Brady do? Hmm? It's time for What Brady Would Do, called What Would Brady Do? That's right. Imagine that. That's right. We're clever that way, Brett. (laughs) Uh, It's brought to you by our friends at MMP Guns. For the holidays, if you want to get on over there, it's a great time to hit it 
uh, get your uh, uh, ammunition needs met, and also get the prices for an AR-15 building class 2023 style, because in 2024 those prices jump up uh, because the uh, the needs and the desire and the demand and all the stuff is going to, the price is going to jack up. So they got to do that too. But you can get 2023 prices if you schedule your AR-15 building class now. Do it now. I right. talked to Byron this weekend and he said they've, they've uh, sold out two more classes. Oh, okay. So it's... They still got room for you, but Hurry. it's filling. All right. And if you don't want to do that, you have all your guns and you have all your stuff and you want to just get ammo or uh, any of the accessories that go with it, that's the only place to go. MMP Guns has everything you need. And if they don't have it by chance, well, they'll get it for you. A lickety split. And they'll do it in an incredible way. When everybody was worried about ammunition, remember a couple of years ago? Nope. They had it all. They had everything. So uh, that's the place for you. If you are a gun owner or a guy who likes it for sport or otherwise hunting, whatever you got going on. MMP Guns, that's the place to go. And we thank you. 12th Street and Indian School right there next to Mo Money Pond. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Let's start here. Uh, dear Brady, I hooked up with my friend's sister over Thanksgiving weekend, and it was awesome. Uh, and I thought it was a fling, but she is all in. I asked her not to tell her family about it uh, since they practically raised me. I'm very close with them. But she had already told them that we were, quote, together and they're very excited now that we're together. I've been invited to the family Christmas. I'm real good friends with her brother. And this is brutal because I don't want to be with her. I just really liked boning her. It's been a lot of tension over the years. How do I handle this, Ricky? You handle it like a man. Like a man? You tell her you're not uh, on the same level she is. Family likes you. They're gonna. They have to accept you either way. It's a tough. I mean, that was the risk of hosing the girl. Yep. Should have thought about it, pal. It's a better option. That's what Brady would do, and it's probably the right thing. Or hose away through the holidays. Do some sure. questionable Timing things. Could be a little. Yeah. You know, it's tough. The holidays the are going to make everybody. Bit. Yeah. Hose away through the holidays. Be classy about it. Go. Mm, mm. <laughs> That's where my part comes in. Okay. Oh, Start doing go. a few things that maybe she doesn't know about with you. Like, what the? He, you know. Oh, he likes it there? Yeah, right. <laughs> start, you know, getting a little weird with the fingers and start adding some things. Now, if she digs it, you got yourself you're a, a keeper. keeper. What are you're you doing? Deeper. No. Right, that's why I'm saying Start nip loving it. In the bud. No. Nip it in the bud is right. Hard. <laughs> in the rook. Plug that bud. But start doing some stuff. Now, if she starts going, oh, yeah, more of that. Hit me. You're like, why am I, Why do I not like this girl more? <laughs> and then start making it so she leaves, breaks up with you. Don't be a jerk and make the family mad at you. But just be a little bit like, you know, eh, I'm into some weird stuff. She is now your test doll. You can start doing stuff to her you've never done to other girls. And if she's like, I don't like this. Just like, I think we're on different pages. And then she'll still be like, well, I had my fun, but... It'll be her decision to leave you, and you'll never be the bad guy. I'm curious to know what is it that happened that the connection. Blug, like, blug, I yeah, or something. Oh yeah. And there's Seen always you all that. these Look, years, and I just had to get in there. You know, everybody's got to. Yeah, put, but afterwards, something was the turn off, and what was it? You know, probably not. Like like she was. He little. conquered it. Yeah, he's he, done. Yeah, exactly, he's done. I'm here. I'm it finished. The tension of your friend's yeah. sister's been there since you were like yeah. eight. You guys got it out of your system, and it's like, all right, that was awesome. I don't think we need to do this anymore because I'm close to your brother. It ruins too many things. He's recognizing the reality. She sees the, oh, my God, fairy tale. We've known each other since we were seven, and he's always been close with family. My family loves him already. You're built in trouble. I saw a thing this weekend about ladies who make um, some magical chicken dish. They call the engagement dish. 
I, I don't know. I, I forgot what it was called, but the, like they, they they attribute it to like seventeen proposals. What? So, yeah, so put them over the moon, right? So yeah, the guy's like, like "Gotta marry over. her." I'm like, "What kind of hog are you marrying?" The chicken was the thing that pushed him over the edge. But uh, um, so they're giving the recipe out to all these desperate ladies who swear now that this is the thing. When I get a man, I'll cook him the magical chicken. You got some lunatics out there that get into fairy tale time, and you dance with the devil on this one because he's my brother's best friend and we've always been close in the family uh, you gotta hose her all the way through the holidays to not be a jerk and make her break up with you and how what look marry me chicken john that's what it's called marry me Ch- well then there's you engagement roast chicken too there's the other one yeah might be the same thing from different uh, restaurants. i'm asking a ton of ladies to Ooh, that looks pretty good, it does look cheese. good. is that cheese it looks like it Ooh. let's see i might marry you brady if you make oh, that right man Open up Porkopolis as a gay couple. <laughs> Chicken, yeah. cream, sun-dried We've tomatoes, and parmesan. Oh, no. right. Sun-dried tomatoes over. might as well be uh, dry boogers. I'll take those out. I hate those. You got to, and what a tough thing you got to do here. You got to hose a girl you've liked hosing uh, for another few weeks. Just get a little weird with it. That's my suggestion. Brady says, "Be a man, sit her down, and ruin the entire relationship with the family." I say, "No, it doesn't." Plug ruin. away, pal. Effer blue. You gotta do it now because you don't want to take that into the holidays because she's gonna expect presents. You do and have everything enough time. Else. I still say you do. Now's that. the time to bounce. You're trying to save the friend relationship and the family, and not be the bad guy. You got to make her break up with you. She's already in. You, you've 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 tapped in. She's clinging. It's a point there because you've been invited to the outing, yeah. and if you do a no show on everything, right? You're done with everybody, and you can't go to the Christmas thing after you break up with her. You're gonna lose this whole family just before New Year's. Yeah, but make her do it. Double fingers. That's all I'm saying. Give her that $25 gift card from Dutch Brothers because right. her expectation. Then you get your PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Next time there's reverse cowgirl, just make sure she keeps saying, Ow, stop it. <laughs> and if she does it enough, the next day she's going to be like, I don't think we're the same. And she's going to want out. Just give her the Ow, stop it's everyone. Shazam her a couple times with the, with the middle the middle two. Ring and index. Put her in the dryer. The <laughs> <laughs> dishwasher. I prefer the dishwasher. Gadish. <laughs> Gadish. A stop it! Wreck Jesus! Uh-uh. Quit it! Why? You're not into that? Or, the, or a choker or something. Like, start making that noise. That, with your hands wrapped around yourself. What are you doing, Rick? <laughs> with a psycho smile. Dude, I'm totally into that stuff. I'm sorry. I, I, if you're not into it, I understand. I thought we were going to make love. <laughs> stop breathing. Watch some weird porn, copy it, and when she leaves you, so what, she says later. He's just into some weird sex stuff. That makes her the person that got rid of you. You can still be close to the family. Don't be mean to her. Make it amicable, and around the holidays, she'll do it. She's not having you over for Christmas if you try to choke her out. You never know. That's my Could suggestion. Could be Jody Arias, too. And then, but again... Then if she's into that, why are you holding off? This chick sounds awesome. I don't know. Look at Travis and Jody out yeah, there. That's, and that's, a, that's an anomaly. That was a one-off. <laughs> we all take our chances that they're Jody areas, especially the fun ones. But if you start doing the thing and you don't hear, Ow, quit it, Rick. She's like, deeper. Oh, go to Christmas with this chick. She sounds great. <laughs> or you could do Brady's wave. I need to sit down and have a chat with you and ruin everything for the holidays for the family. So break up with her. Or keep hosing until you just, until she leaves. And, you know, weirder and weirder. 
you know, by February you went out and it's still going on and she won't break up with you. You got to take a dump on this girl. <laughs> Eventually go until there's the ceiling. Yeah, Amber Heard. That pressure yeah. just keeps building. Yep. I got to find more crazy stuff to do. This chick's into everything. You might be dating a girl that Trevor Bauer would be afraid of. <laughs> Pull out the secret friends. I don't want you mean them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have a little of that, too. It's like, ah, there's some friends I don't need you to know. But she probably already knows all of that stuff. The only thing she doesn't know about you growing up with you is that you've got some fetishes. Come in dressed like a woman once. And if she's into it, start reconsidering why you don't like her, because... I pushed her as far as anybody. She still likes <laughs> going to marry. you got to keep her. And then she's going to make you that engagement chicken? And What are you waiting for, Rick? Uh, dear Brady, my wife and I have decided to call it quits. It's amicable, and frankly, we've been roommates for quite a while anyway. We just became really good friends who have a kid together. And the kid's doing great. Uh, we broke the news, and he's fine. But it's not the way our relationship's supposed to be, so both my wife and I agreed this isn't going anywhere. Uh, let's get out of it while we still are young and can be happy. Here's the issue, though. For Christmas, two months ago, we agreed it was a Christmas present. We got a new family truckster. The brand new Audi, electric one. Ooh, those are nice. Too. Nice. Uh, it was agreed that I'd sell my truck, take her Hyundai as my daily driver, and she'd be the primary on the Audi. Uh, it wasn't cheap, by the way. Uh, do I let this go or start the division there? I think I should at least get 60K out of this thing since it was 120 total. Man, are those running that high? He got a good Audi. It was anyway, I should get half for the car. It's really bothering me because we keep talking about being amicable and that's bothering me because it never comes up. What would you do, Steven? Oof. Christmas present, too. Agreed upon. And then you get hit over the head with it. We're getting divorced before Christmas. You've already got the present under the tree. He should have known better, though, going in. I mean, it's. he said they've been roommates for how long? Yeah, well, I didn't say a time, but he saw the, ri- like the writing the was on the wall. There maybe is, you know, is who's, the, uh, who's dividing the most. I mean, who's losing the most out of the deal? Is he the bread? But I think what he's saying is he's seeing, what I read in that was he's seeing. It's an asset. You get the Hyundai, I get the Audi. We'll call that even. If you're trying to be amicable, you have those moments. And then you're looking and going, wait a minute. That's our present for each other. No Hyundai's 120. So kick in a little bit on the car. Unless you just put a down payment and you're only paying for it. Yeah. Then let her take over payments. Yeah. And get out of that. If it's paid for, that's one thing. That's an, yeah, if you went full one twenty on it, yeah, that, now, yeah, now you got a thing. Because then you, what you would do is, uh, it would be both cars in that case, right? And then it's trouble. Now you're in a fight selling cars. Who's going to get what from that? Yeah, that's a tough one. You need to talk to a I, I, arbitrator. If, if that's Sell the it. deal, that is enough. That's like preventing you. I, there's a part of me that's saying you got to. You got to release some hostages to begin with, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that one is not. You know, when you get into the bigger ticket items, it's a bigger ticket not, item. It is, but not. I don't think compared to a house. Well, yeah, but the house is going to just split down the middle. The brand new Christmas present car that you got last month, and then she hits you with, "We're done." Yeah, I mean, I, I, I again. I think you're right. I think you if there's sell it, if there's payments, then the car is yours, but you're going to have to take over the payments. You just got to unload it. But then. She'll yeah. have that where I'm not taking on any debt. She can't swing the payments. Right, you're going to have to help out on that or sell it. But she might say, "We want it," and then part of what you pay me when you leave will go to like that'll be part of her. That's coming out of your pocket. Sell the car. Yeah, sell the and car. And that's that's the, easiest the other thing way is you can it. say Take if you don't sell it, you can also rightfully so say, "Oh, you want to keep that car? 
well, you're going to have to, there's a value on that. Sure. It was our it'll car. come off the top. Yep. But it'll also be that the value on it means, especially if you're making monthlies, that your alimony payment just went up because her expenses are higher now. Well, but I'm saying a lot of times you can get that saying, well, if you want to keep that car. Right. It's negotiated right. in the It's, good. it's part of the price out. Yeah. yeah just, I just sell it. Yeah. Make it easy on everything. Just sell the car. Get it's going to be easier fresh. for both of you. Yeah. Just start over. What a miserable nightmare. You sure it's over? I think I'd stick around for that Audi for a couple of years. That sounds like a nice car. <laughs> Uh, finally, dear Brady, I've been da- on the dating scene for a few years now and talking to a couple girls independently. The last time I hooked up with one of them, she told me directly if I had a little friend I wanted to bring into the bedroom, she'd be down. Another girl that I'm talking to casually brought up that she'd been in three ways with a couple at one point in the past. I think you see where I'm going here. Neither of them are lesbian, but they do like to play. They're both beautiful. I'm talking eights. Here's the problem. I'm actually really considering dating one of them. Even if she says she's down, you know how it can get, despite what they say. I would hate for that to come up in the future and bite me in the ass. It seems like a risky way to begin a relationship. On the other hand, huge win. If that's the standard we set from the jump, she might be open to more later, which is risky in itself. Do I sabotage a potentially awesome relationship and try to make a dream come true? Tis the season for miracles after all, signed Anonymous. You know how I feel about it. Brady hates three ways. It's a trap. Brady hates the three way. Hates I don't them. hate them. You hate them. I just don't think they're they turn out like the way everyone thinks they will. It's a trap. Or most of the time, or they do, and nobody right. talks you can about throw that, that risk. Much. But right. just I guess no going into it, it could either end it. See, I can say this. I've talked to several people that have had them, and it's always a positive story. Never once did they say, it ruined my relationship, and it was... Nobody ever tells you that story. We assume they're out there, because they probably are. But... Well, we heard that one last week. Which one? Well, the one I sent you... It was in the uh, New York Post or whatever. Well, that was an open marriage, though. They agreed they were going to... Well, after and she started to like the which guy. Which is stupid anyway. Yeah, that's silly. You're going to get into a mess there. And another buddy that, um, I won't say buddy, I kn- knew the guy. Yeah. He did the hiring the nanny thing. And he banged the nanny. Yeah, well, that's and now not, the nanny's that's not a number one. <laughs> that's not a three-way. That is, you're confused at what a three-way yeah, is. That no, is no, no, not no. a three-way at I'm all. Saying, that's Tiger Woods' uh, three-way. That's not a good three-way. Three people are in the room for a three-way. There yeah, aren't yeah, three yeah. people yeah, yeah. in your life. This was a different deal. Right. That's, a, that's called infidelity. That's different. If you're banging the nanny, you can't go, hey, I, th- I thought we were just having a really distant three-way. You're not in on this? I thought I was being considerate and not letting you watch that. You'd have gotten real upset at my fingers and where they were. Uh, so most of the time, three-ways are successful. You want to make it so they're all like troubling to marriages and whatever. It can be. But you don't hear those stories. If, if it's troubling to your marriage, you've already had problems. So, you're yeah, you're some, already having a problem. Right, this right. is just going to enhance You're it. doing something to kind of fix something else with the three-way that's not normal. If you're both in on it, you know. Spicing things up. I mean, they're brand new. You might This girl you like so much is brand new, and she's already talking about bringing another girl in. So I mean, right there in the first place. Yeah. So have fun with her. Maybe she is the one. 
But for now, have fun with the one and then have stories later. Or call that dude sister. I mean, do you have any guys in your lives that are like, I had a three-way and it really destroyed my life? No, no. no but no. again, not that... It, I, I did hear of it one time, and that's why I say that is like because they were already having problems anyway. Right. They did this thinking it was going to fix it, and it only just enhanced it. Of course, yeah, because he was paying more fire. attention You're to going the strange. In with a problem, to you know, right? But you had heavy weight on that particular relationship in the first. Place. Oh yeah, you were yeah. depending on that yeah. to this was you know. it was a fix, and when it wasn't working, things got worse. Yeah, if you're using it to fix something, that's bad. If you're using it to have fun, go have fun. You're young. It's a new relationship. Pork away. And then, if she doesn't say, Stop it, Rick! You're not doing it right. <laughs> Solve them all. But Brady says, Determine that. No what, three what are you in, you know, what's the relationship? Where do you want to go with this relationship? Right. I want to have fun. I want it to be fun. If you want to have fun, that's one thing. But if you want right. this to be a serious well, Why can't it be fun and serious? I think it's tough. Nah. It's a tough road to travel. <laughs> relationships are either serious or fun, but not both. That's where we are. That's not good. You should be able to have a ton of fun with the person you're serious with. And, and that's where you you, know, yeah. you find out what page you're on. Wait a minute. I thought we were just having fun. Yeah. Well, no, you can tell oh, her. Like, I really like you. If you're cool with us moving forward and having threesomes. I'm okay with it. But yeah. could it just be you and I for a yeah. while? That's boring. That's not threesome. Yeah, that's stupid. The girl you like a lot just said, hey, bring another chicken. Let's dance. And you're like, does that wreck our future for me wanting to be, like, monogamous with you? And she's like, no, I think it's great. We're open together. Okay. Well, you're, yeah, don't throw that term. Talk to her about it. I really like you. Is this going to wreck that? Just say that. No, I think it'll make it better. All right, cool. And then start, <laughs> start hosing the words. <laughs> and then start choking them. <laughs> Stop it, Rick. I can't breathe. You should probably tell your family we're not together anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, there you go. A lot of problems in the holidays. But Brady says no threesomes and break up with that girl before Christmas. Which is probably the right thing to do if you want to get out of things easy. If you want to have a fun life, listen to Brett and I. <laughs> that's for that's sure. So uh, let me, uh, in a minute or less, I'll finish that story that I got oh, yeah? confused with. It was my friend's niece. What? 23 years old. Oh. She meets a guy, goes to L.A., meets a guy. He's... Persian came that's, over. That's racist. Came over from um, Iraq in the seventies. Dad, real estate, mega millions. Okay. This guy, she was the nanny. He falls for her. The son, he's forty-four years old. Right. She's twenty-three, and says, "Wife, you were done here. I'm going with the nanny." They get married. He'd already boned the nanny, though. Yeah, he'd okay, been yeah, the was, nanny. Decided, well the okay, we're divorcing. Signs right. off. Marries the nanny. They get a nanny. Two years into it. Uh, heart attack. Heart attack. Nanny or the guy? The guy. And she made a fortune. She uh, gets the $10 million house at 23 years wow. old. This is a drastically different story than he told yeah. initially. Wow. I'm glad you had your moment of clarity. That's a good one. And why didn't you jump in on that one? On which on What do you mean? The, the loaded nanny when the guy died. Oh, because I just found out this weekend. I was <laughs> Is a brand new story. Okay, I see. Who told you that one? I'll tell you. I'll oh, okay. Oh, it'll, it'll spill the beans. More stories from that guy. Uh, it's 931. There you go. Complete with a horror story afterwards. Well done, Brady. It's uh, what would Brady do? It's 98KUPD. Thanks, MMP Guns.
That was what Brady did. Listen. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? They're in a time crunch, Brady. It's Helen Hunt's fault. She screwed up the first 40 minutes of this show. Just like they do in football. That's right. The ladies ruined it all. Uh, it is time now for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends over there at reactdefense.com. And I just got a text from uh, Josh over there at reactdefense.com. He said, hey, let everybody know we decided to do a flash sale just for fun. 149 bucks for a month of training right now. Flash sale. He's going to do it for now. I don't know how long it lasts. I don't know what they're going to do. ReactDefense.com. It's only going on for until they say it's not. So get on that right now. And I just got an email from a girl named Miranda, too, that said, John, my husband signed me and my 16-year-old daughter up for the women's only self-defense seminar they had up there at React Defense Saturday. And it was a blast. We learned a lot, and the instructors were incredibly helpful. But the best part was we basically got to beat the tar out of each other, which was way better than therapy. I highly recommend this for all women, but mostly moms with bratty teens that you get to punch but legally can't. (laughs) My kid's been super nice, and she realized that I'm in way better shape than she is. Thank you for the recommendation. We are going to do this again and again. So beneficial, sign Miranda. Awesome. Those seminars are incredible. Yeah, and if you want to knock your kid around a little bit, you got that. Brady took Kirby that one time. We could yeah. kick pads and get a lot of aggression out. It's a lot of fun. And they hold the pad up, and you get to throw an elbow into the pad, and you realize, I can knock this person down with this thing. Uh, it really, it's, it's uh, not only is it fun, it really kind of lets you know what you're capable of. I remember Brady had a hell of a kick. I'm holding that kick pad for Brady. I'm like, this is what you need to focus on, man. If you're ever in trouble... You're going to make a guy taste his balls if you ever decide to throw that foot. That's a hell of a kick. Everybody's got something. And then you start honing in on that, and it's gold. And right now, for that price, that's less than a buck a class they offer per month. That's pretty amazing. So hop on that flash sale right now at reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Taylor Swift generated 26.1 billion streams on Spotify. What? 26.1 billion billion streams on Spotify, which means she'll pocket $100 in royalties from this year. Just on that? Yep. Again, no one yet. It can't be explained, the popularity. She was also the first artist to have five top ten albums at the same time. Those Swifties, they sure love her. It's a cult. I think Kelsey just pleasures himself to her bank account. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the only way. I mean, I'm that's not. Way can get off. I'm not a. I don't get it. But if she started to like me a lot, I think I'd have. You know, you got to play it. Like she's pretty enough to. But I just don't get the, the craziness. She's got billions of dollars. It's like Oprah's not hot, but I date Oprah. Nick Cannon wishes he had, he had that hundred million in royalties coming in because he spends uh, roughly two hundred thousand a year taking his eleven kids to Disneyland. He goes, well, I used to work, I worked for Disney, <laughs> but uh, getting it back and then some. Now it's cost me money. I give the guy credit. He takes care of his kids. Well, he does. All 11 of them. Ugh. I think he's hoping to go to Disneyland and lose a few. <laughs> Take 11 kids to Disneyland. Mormons don't even do that. Did you see the news on Bat Barbie? Uh, Bahad Bahad Bahabi. Bahad 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 No, what'd she do? Pregnant? She's pregnant. <laughs> I had a feeling. 
That was inevitably going to happen. Over the weekend, she posted two pictures of herself and uh, bun in the oven. What's the rapper's name? 20 years old. Um, it's her steady boyfriend. What's the rapper's name? Little boyfriend? Yeah, little, <laughs> little daddy. Bad. <laughs> Bahad the Hattie. <laughs> Well, she doesn't. Got all, doesn't uh, I don't have the name. She made a fortune on bow. OnlyFans in two years, so maybe she's feeling pretty retirable. She she probably pulled ten or twelve million dollars and just Doctor Phil started her off. You are a young crazy bitch. Needs to get under control. And she goes, "Catch me outside." And became popular. And every guy deep down said, "Man, she seems awful, but I want to see her." How old is she? Thirteen. Dr. Phil, what are you doing to us? I'll wait a couple years. You got huge Men are going to want that, and you know it. So wait five years and go on the OnlyFans that hasn't been invented yet, and then start to cyber people. (laughs) She made a million dollars the first day she was on there because all of us perverts saw her on Dr. Phil and the Cash Me Outside crap and said, yeah, she may be awful, but she's got great big cans. And that's really all it takes for America to pay you. <laughs> well, how she looks now. She's still... She's... There's something about her New Jersey face that will always be that. You know the way Britney Spears is always hillbilly-faced? Yeah. She's definitely been made over a little bit. Oh, yeah. Looks like, yeah. No, she I got mean, money. The, the posted uh, yeah. pictures of her with the, the belly. Well, I don't want to look at that. She's got money. I don't want to see her pregnant. That's she's, not real big. She's not... It's too big if it's... If Maybe it's a 12-pack. If it's sticking out at all. 12-pack. A beer. She yeah, just that she just guzzled it. it. Yeah. That's that's not interesting to me. Nah, she's showing. I want to. I want a woman's stomach to look like her organs were sucked out of her. <laughs> Is that too far? Yeah. Is that too big a demand? That's a tough find. I want her abs to look like they're crying. If you're going to go on OnlyFans, why would I look at an average person? There's oh, that's pretty. Little Bahabi. There's little bad to Hattie, <laughs> and he's feeling the baby. Other hands in her purse. Why wouldn't you? Damn, I hope this is Nick's uh, kid. This ain't mine. (laughs) I hope Nick Cannon was here before me. There it is. And she's got Jersey face. Oh, yeah. Bahad Bahabi. All right, move on. Uh, Is uh, YouTube still battling with Channel 3? Oh, yeah. YouTube TV. Direct TV streaming is battling with Channel 12. Well, PlayStation users are finding out after learning that tons of shows from Discovery are being yanked from their libraries, wow. even though they, quote, unquote, purchased them. Oh. Discovery recently merged with Warner Brothers, meaning uh, that as of January 1st, you can't watch their stuff on Sony PlayStation anymore. It's We're getting screwed. We the all... shows that are disappearing. This is ridiculous. Mythbusters, Naked and Afraid, Shark Week, Cake Boss, Yes to the Dress. Deadliest catch, four weddings. Yeah, no big loss. Yeah. Nobody Nothing wants to see those shows. Anyway. But, but like last night, because most people who, who had DirecTV had to be on Peacock, you got to download Peacock to watch the Monday night, or the Sunday night football game because DirecTV screwed you. So if you're a DirecTV user, you can't have that. All this technology we're hiding behind has made everything clumsier and harder to get. So is it good technology or is it just technology that we're like, oh, if we, if, if we act like we don't like it, that means we're behind the time. Ten extra steps with better technology is still not good. Like they can make cars faster, but if I have to like use fifteen keys to get it started, it's not better. 
Inconvenience is not better just because it looks pretty. It's garbage. I hate that. Larry, are we going to be the people behind the KISS AI concerts? Because they're not going to tour anymore. It's all artificial intelligent KISS now. We could do anybody now, right? Yeah, we're going to AI uh, whoever you want. The Beatles are coming to town. Larry's behind us. Larry McFeely brings nice. you the remaining Beatles. You fest. You fest oh. with the Beatles. What can we do with that? AI's taking over. Uh, that's it for us. We're all done. Larry McFeely is coming up next, and he's got all sorts of good stuff for you, including your last second chances to Home Big After Dark Saturday night at Stand Up Live. Just as easy as it gets. You guys have yourselves a lovely Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long! Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face. Hello, Larry. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Right here. Right here. Right here.